go. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside. Come inside. You know who I am. Me. I know who you are. Yeah. Let's do this. How are you? All right. We're going to change things up a little bit this time. Uh, we're going to we're going to do a couple. Completely ignore that. Thanks. We're going <laughs> to. Yeah, we've got a couple reviews for you for Lego Movie Two and Alita: Battle Angel. A uh, bunch of trailer news, a bunch of TV show and movie news, and uh, whatever the fuck else. Yeah, whatever the fuck else. <laughs> so Mike's going to get me hungry with this first one. Stop it. Everyone loves banana splits. Does anyone not just, like banana just, splits? Just stop it. Nobody knows what you're talking about. Well, I know that I'm leading you in there, buddy. I don't need you to lead me in, but okay. Take my hand, Mike. No. Just shut up. <laughs> so... I had just, uh, I was looking at some news right before we started the show, and if anybody remembers Sid and Marty Croft, they did, you know, uh, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters, a bunch of other things uh, back in the 70s, and one of their one of their uh, TV shows was The Banana Splits. Now, Joe doesn't remember The Banana Splits. For the fucking life of me, dude, when you show me that trailer. Because he's a nitwit. I swear to God, besides the music, the la, 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 I, la, 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 I didn't la. show you a trailer. I showed you the opening. Of well, whatever. You, but besides, when you showed me that, it was like I was watching footage from an alternate universe. You know like how some people say that Sinbad, the Sinbad weird thing, um, that Sinbad played a genie, played Shazam, or Kazam. Kazam. Yeah, you know, it was kind of like that—that that weird thing it, it, that never happened. It, that's what it looked like to me. Like I don't, I don't, I've never seen this. Haven't you ever watched fucking Cartoon Network? I, yes or no? Not really, because I was busy with other things. All right, there we go. So the Banana Splits are getting a revival. The stars of the Adventure Hour uh, implies—I'm sorry—the stars of the Banana Splits Adventure Hour and, and a press release implies that they are murderers now. The new horror movie version of the Banana Splits will air on Sci-Fi at some point this year, and it concerns a little boy and his family who attend a taping of the Banana Splits TV show until for th- until for things to Jesus Christ. Okay, <laughs> every fucking site that we go to are supposed to be professional writers. Look, I'm not a professional writer. Okay, but, but you at least know what the fuck you're doing. If if I fuck up in writing something. You know, because I'm going back and reviewing a lot of the shit that we've done, yeah, and fixing it. But and some of it's just minor things, commas and whatever else. Yeah. Like if I'm reviewing my own writing and stuff like that, I'll 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 fix my mistakes. But when you are a professional reporting source, AV Club, Sci-Fi, Screen Rant, THR, yeah, fucking Huffington Post. And you can't put together a goddamn simple sentence, or you don't have you you don't have um, a proofreader on site to read this shit. Yeah. Then you need to hire one, because Joe and I are just two people, and I do the majority of the writing for the site because Joe refuses to write fucking movie reviews. I have no more to say. <laughs> so then that's that. It is what it is. We do the podcast instead. I, I, my theory stands I, I, with this. I think that these these competing companies are trying so hard to get their news out. There is out. no theory. That's exactly what it is. They're trying to get it out so quickly that before the other guy that they just pump the shit out without proofreading it or at least proofreading it properly. Yeah, there there is there is no theory, Joe. You you are right. Okay. Uh, okay, so um, they're attending a Banana Splits tape um, a show until things take an unexpected turn as the body count quickly rises. 
Um, sounds like Sci-Fi took an unrelated pitch and brought in the banana splits when it realized that it was cheaper or easier than designing a whole new group of animal characters. But we don't know exactly what it is. Um, the Banana Splits horror movie was written by my super psycho sweet 16's Jed Elenoff and Scott Thomas, and it was it was directed by Level 16's Danishka Esterhazy. Um, I don't know why they say was. It should be is. Again. Yeah. I, I, I bitch and moan about attention to detail, and I fucked up on my own on <laughs> the attention to detail stuff, but come on. Come on, AV News. You guys are better than that. You're supposed to be at the top of the game. Damn. Uh, Deadline is reporting the same thing. Let's see if they actually have anything. Uh, so this looks like they're trying to. They, I. This is what I think. I think Sci-Fi is trying to uh, capitalize on the the Five Nights at Freddy's popularity because the movie's coming out for that soon, and they're trying to do their own version of it. It's it's possible, but um, if they're trying to capitalize on Five Nights at Freddy's, you think they would have done it like two years ago, three years ago? I mean, they're dragging their asses, man. It has uh, nothing to do with dragging their asses. It's. If you're going to capitalize on something, you capitalize when it's. I mean, Five Nights at Freddy's, you know, shot its load already. Yeah. A movie just because a movie's coming out doesn't mean doesn't mean much. But I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, let's see the the original movie will premiere this year from Blue Ribbon Content, Warner Brothers Television Group, Digital Studios via Warner Brothers Home Entertainment release that will be followed by the television debut on Sci-Fi. So it'll it'll be released on their streaming service. In the upcoming horror film, a boy named Harley and his family attend the taping of the Banana Splits TV show, which is supposed to be a fun-filled birthday uh, for young Harley and business as usual for the producer. Uh, things take an unexpected turn. Can Harley, his mom, and the new pals safely escape? See, that that right there is a much better... A, a, a much better news thing than anything else. Uh, let's see. Danny Kind is... Uh, these are the stars. Danny Kind from One in Earp, which is a great show, by the way. Um, Finley... Wotak. Yeah, Wotak Hisong, The Kindness of Strangers. Romeo Carrere as Austin. Steve Lund as uh, Mitch, who's in Schitt's Creek. Um Sarah Canning from The Vampire Diaries, Danishka Astorhazy's from Level 16, who's directing it, and then the the guys that are scripting it um, have done things like Raven's Homes. Raven's Home. Um, the Banana Splits membership features a lion, a beagle, an elephant, and an orange gorilla. On the old TV series, their signature theme song was Tra-la-la, <laughs> which might qualify as motive for murder after repeat listenings. <laughs> uh, the characters were created by the Croft Brothers for Hanna-Barbera, which produced 31 episodes of the show, which is a mix of live action and cartoons that originally aired from 1968 to 1970, and then repeats after that. The show gave the Crofts foothold in television, uh, which included other shows like H.R. Puffin Stuff, Lidsville, The Last Saucer, The Buggalos, and Sigmund and Sea Monsters, uh, as well as Land of the Lost. Um, I... Did you like the Land of the Lost movie with Will Ferrell? It was okay. Yeah, it had, it had some funny it. moments. Like, uh, yeah, Danny McBride was pretty funny. In it. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of both of those guys. I mean, they, Danny, they're both just one note characters, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, they're they're really just Will Ferrell and Danny McBride are <laughs> funny people as they are. Yeah. Um, it, they, it's the same character every time. Like Seth Rogen. Y- yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's why it was like a good change of pace when you saw how he was in uh, Alien Covenant. Yes. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's good to see certain actors, you know, do something different. Yeah, Danny McBride is a great actor when he wants to be a great actor. Yeah. Other than that, he he just plays the same goddamn guy every time. I you know I, I he gets typecast just like like Le, say Leslie Jones. Does you he know? get typecast, or does he just you know? He, is he playing? He to knows his, what his bread and butter is. I was gonna say playing to his strengths. Yeah. As far as Leslie Jones goes, Leslie Jones can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> she has no fucking. She has no fucking clue about. Like, okay, fine. Tiffany Haddish. How about that? Her too. Uh, yeah, but you're right. Leslie Jones, Ghostbusters. Have you heard about what she said about that? Oh, now she's gonna trash the movie. Fucking yeah, three. she's she's fucking trashing the movie because two and a half years later, she's uh, no, she's the the new movie that's coming out. Oh, the Ghostbusters reboot reboot is insulting and a dick move. Really, <laughs> you know what insulting and a dick move is, Leslie? Is for you to go on YouTube and say that. You know what else is insulting? Your acting. <laughs> Your acting in Ghostbusters was super insulting because it was stereotypical bullshit. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I don't find her funny. She's she's just atypical, angry woman. Yep. You know, and, and, and we already had that. Yeah. Roseanne. We already had that with, uh, who else? Um, Tiffany Haddish does the same exact role. Yeah. Does it better? Uh, it it just gets old, so uh, so insulting. It's like the version she starred in, quote unquote, didn't d i n t count. It's uh-huh. like something Trump would do. Gonna redo Ghostbusters. Better with men. We'll be huge. Those women in Ghostbusters. And I don't give a fuck. I'm saying something. You know what, Leslie? I I, I don't care. Shouldn't she also speak up and say something about how she allows herself to be typecast to play the same old loudmouth black woman? Yeah. You don't count because the movie was garbage. It was utter fucking garbage. It was lazy. It was fucking lazy. Super lazy. You know, you, you it would have been better if you just placed it into an alternative universe, and then when you know you hear the Gozer thing, you hear the whole mythology behind Ghostbusters. The original Ghostbusters was shit on. The whole idea behind the original Ghostbusters was shit on. Yeah. Ghostbusters 2 wasn't a great movie, but at least they didn't shit on the original idea. Yeah. And, and they kept going with, uh, you know, with Tobin's spirit guide and all the stuff that they had built up with just the first with just the first movie. Yeah. And this one, we got a callback with Ernie Hudson. We got a callback with the fucking, you know, the Ghostbusters mobile. We got a callback with... You know, renting the place uh, that the Ghostbusters had originally, and then they decided to do it above a Chinese <coughs> fucking food restaurant. Yeah. Restaurant. Thank you. And and Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig and 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 Leslie Jones all play the same exact roles that they always play. Yep. Which is over the top, loud, stupid, obnoxious characters. Yeah. And then Kate McKinnon was the only one that seemed to be just like far left of goofy. Yeah, you know, not t- not typecast, and it didn't. And, and again, I'm not saying that she's any better, but at least sh- her role, the way she played her role, yeah, was just a bit different than everybody else's. Yeah, you know, if they had gone in and made this movie just like they did with Ghostbusters, which was to take these characters and give them real fucking problems, and 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 real interests, Bill Murray was the shyster. Dan Aykroyd was the easily, you know, as Ray, yeah. was, was easily influenced, you know. And Dan Aykroyd has played his, his played a wealth of shitty roles. 
But he he never he never went over the fucking top in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Harold Ramis was as Egon. He he kept it stable because he's supposed to play a scientist, so he's just playing this nerdy scientist who like when like when Janine throws herself at him, he's just like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> you like me? Cool. You know, let's check the brainwaves of this guy." You're like, "I I like you, Egon. You're so special, you know." Um Ernie Hudson was great. You know, because he he he's again a, he was an everyday man. Yeah, he's, he's a regular guy. Yeah, they're they're all just your everyday guys. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them have PhDs, but they're <laughs> but they're not trying to be smarter than everybody else, even though they are. Yeah, they're just these bumbling doughheads. Yeah, Hudson um, Hudson was like the the average blue collar worker. Yeah, guy. If, yeah. If it has a weekly paycheck, count me in. Yeah, I'll do anything you say. Yeah, so. Um, the the only kind of outrageous character, and even then he wasn't that outrageous, was the Bill Murray character, was Venkman, you know? I, uh, Rick Moranis, when he got a little upset, was a little bit. Yeah, but, but that's not. But, but it, it worked. It works, yeah. yeah. But again, it wasn't the, oh, no, you didn't, <laughs> you know? Look at how crazy I am. Yeah. Your head's spinning around. Your head's spinning around. Yeah. Like, fucking Christ. Yeah. You know? And, and, and I blame that on Paul Feig. And the person that also wrote the Sony. Ghostbusters script and Sony. I mean, look at Chris Hemsworth. He looks like he's playing the same guy again for the new Men in Black movie. Yeah, exactly. And and that's that's the problem with this movie. Everybody was a problem. Leslie Jones started off awesome. Yeah, when she and, was normal. She and, acted like a normal fucking person. Yeah, she was good. Yeah. And, and then it turned into crazy. Yeah. And we didn't need that. So I'm totally looking forward to the new Ghostbusters cause, because the original cast is going to be in it. Dan Aykroyd has already said as much. Ernie Hudson has said as much. Mm-hmm. They've confirmed that the original cast, all the original cast, Harold Ramis, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson are going to be in that fucking movie, which makes me think that Walter Peck is going to be in the movie too. And William Atherton? I hope so. Cause he's fucking great. Yeah, he always pleases you. He had a really good spurt playing an asshole in the in the eighties, man. Yeah, and 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 then they're supposed to introduce these young kids as the new Ghostbusters, which could possibly be their their sons or yeah. a son at least. Hold on, go away, hair. All right, there's a hair that just floating there. It's <laughs> right. It's right in my vision range, but it's just annoying enough that. What if it just kept tickling your lip? It's not tickling me. It's just floating there. Just like in my vision range. Yep. So, so for Leslie Jones to say that it's insulting, I'm sorry, but no, it's not insulting. Your movie was trash. That's because now she's not. There's probably not going to be a sequel, and now that you know, there's less money for her to make. Yeah, good. Because because the movie was shit. Yeah, it was shit. I, I'd re I, I'd remake that movie. I would remake that movie entirely with them if I didn't have to deal with crazy antics. Well, like, also, I mean, it also it it tried too hard. To establish itself as a female, you know, lead movie where all, every almost every male character in the movie was dumb, you know, it just it was obvious. I, to I, me. I don't, I don't think it, it just looked painfully obvious. I, I don't, I don't think that's true. It's at like all. when you watch like a Eddie Murphy comedy and like half the white people in it are fucking dumb and he's able to dupe them. You know, mm-hmm. it, it just it seems kind of like it's catering to a certain you know um, audience. No, see, I disagree with you on that all one. All right. Because I mean, you you didn't have the the Rick Moranis type characters. Chris Hemsworth character was about the only one that was really kind of dumb. And then uh, you have uh, you have everybody else that was in the movie that just was playing it straight, like you know the guy that was the mayor of New York City or whoever, Andy Garcia mm-hmm. and his con- conjoined twin, um, Ricardo. 
Ricardo Garcia. Um, it's been so long since I've seen the movie, dude. I I only watched it once. I couldn't. I don't think I could bring myself to watch it again. Yeah, it's it. it, it I've seen it a couple of times just to make sure that I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, you know, because because you have to you have to watch these movies more than once. Yeah. in some cases, just to get rid like, of the did, expectations. Did, yeah, was it really that bad or? Mm. Am I just full of shit? But like, I'll, I'll watch Glass again because even though I, I really was disappointed the first time, maybe I won't feel as shitty about it the second time. I, you know, of course, I don't. What they did to Bruce Willis's character, I, I don't. I, I could never see any any positives in that. But maybe the rest of the film itself, I might enjoy better. You know, so I don't know. What the fuck? I'm sick of the feminist social justice warrior agenda ruining what could otherwise have been great films. Before anyone starts mumbling about one of the. I like you know, ooh, just, just so just because your your favorite character is Ripley, doesn't make you a misogynist. Shut the fuck up. That's that's pandering. Uh, when writers, directors, and studios start on the path of all women are great and all men suck, which is what Joe said, do I really need to explain why that is a monumentally idiotic idea? There have been intelligent, powerful, and awesome female characters. From blah 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 blah. All right. What it comes down to is it. it if you look at Bridesmaids, which is a fucking fantastic film, yeah, why is it that Paul Feig has such a problem with movies after that? And my only guess, my 100% my only guess is that it has to do with uh, the studio getting involved and fucking things up. Yeah. You know, we don't like this script. We don't like that. It has to be more outrageous. You know, I also this. think that, yeah, I mean, the original Ghostbusters was a good balance of seriousness and comedy. It didn't go over the fucking top of the comedy, you know, right. and it worked. It felt more down to earth and realistic that way. So that when you had these normal characters that do, you know, have weird clashing personalities or whatever, then you have the extraordinary, which is all the ghost shit. It, it works, you know, but with the, with this one, it just felt like. Over the top, gotta get, gotta get wacky. Yep. You know, sorry, doesn't work. All right. So, so I was uh, look. If anyone's ever listened to our show, I have never been a fan of Frozen. Um, no, I'm and, not either. And, and you know, and look, times. I, I'm all for um, uh, empowering films for especially women characters. And well, hold um, on, hold on. I just wanna. Yeah. I wanna refute that. Empowering films for women characters. You know, when you have a, um, characters that are leads, where they take control and they're they're in control of their own destiny, and they're not relying on empowering uh, films for for women. Yeah, because like, it's supposed to be like you know, like fucking Star Wars. Let's just do that. Let's just pick Star Wars. I'm gonna pick Star Wars out randomly out of a hat because you know Princess Leia is not empowering. Oh, uh, Indiana Jones: Raiders of the Lost Ark. Karen Black's character. That could be a little more subtle because they're surrounded by a lot of male characters. So what? And again, empowering. Okay. Character. I'm not going to uh, dispute uh, that. Um, let's see. Let's let's go. Jaws two. Jaws. Let's just use uh, 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 Schneider's wife. Okay. Roy Schneider's Schneider, not Schneider. For Jaws: The Revenge. For Jaws. Jaws two. <laughs> she was in Jaws two. Uh-huh. Uh Let's see. Uh, where else can we go with this? Uh, Laura Dern, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Linda Hamilton. I don't want to throw that shit out there. Yeah. This is why I stay away from the whole empowering women because that is such it is so misrepresented. Well, and the, the, I'm trying to lead into this about Frozen is that the movie gave off the impression that it was going to be like that, and then all of a sudden, 
when you delve deeper into the film, it was a weak character who was constantly relying on another man to come and rescue her. And it, and I, I thought well, that that's that, the whole idea behind the princess. And I so I, I you know I thought the the film took a step back um, as 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 you know when it comes to progress on on things like that because I try to teach my daughters from the get go not to be able to stand on their own two feet and not rely on some dude to come and save them, you know. So I didn't, and then also I, I hated the fucking Olaf um, character because he was that cheap fucking mascot gimmick. That they had to use, right? The cute little character. Okay, all right, get on so with it. So, I, 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 anything that comes out about Frozen, I'm not interested in. I'm just not. And even when the when we saw the little mini movie, the fucking 20 minute long mini movie that came out last year with Coco, Ugh. where we were just groaning the whole time in the theater watching it, right? Um, still, this new trailer comes out, and the first fucking segment is just goddamn amazing. I, it, it is the part where. I always mix the characters up. Is it Elsa? Is she the one with the fucking frozen powers? I can't I remember. I don't know. All right, all right. Let's just say frozen bitch. Okay. So the frozen bitch, she's trying to fucking run across the ocean or whatever, and she's shooting it with the ice, you know, freezing it and running across it. And, and the animation on it is absolutely amazing. Right. It looks great. I mean, like, if that movie's just that, I'm like, okay, I'm fucking in. I'll, I'll see this shit. And the trailer itself isn't bad. It, it looks good, but then, of course, that fucking Olaf shows up and I'm just like I'm already turned off because of that stupid snowman I know he has to be in it it just still bugs me yeah well you got to get over it yeah look at this thing this is like the most watched um, animated film trailer of all time or so far or some shit like that I can't remember they just had some kind of announcement about it it's already been viewed over 30 million times it's only been out for a few days but yeah I mean just and I love the color blue <laughs> you could throw the color blue at anything and it just looks awesome yeah I'm, I was uh I was I was really impressed with this. Yeah, it, it just really really cool. What is that velvet? <laughs> <laughs> that was in the shape of a heart. Yeah, I mean, see, look, the the reindeer is is enough of a goofy, you know, mascot type character to have for the for the frozen. You don't even need that stupid snowman. Well, you do need the stupid snowman. It's important. He's an important character to the story. Yeah, it feels forced upon. How can he feel forced upon when he was an important part of the fucking story? He was a side character created uh, out of nowhere because she accidentally farted the wrong way or something. It doesn't matter. She was still, <laughs> and, was, and he wasn't accidentally created. She created him on purpose to have a companion. Yeah. Because she can't touch anything. It just, I don't like it. I don't, it doesn't matter whether you like it or not. 30 million fucking people disagree with you. Okay. Good for them. So there you go. All right, so yeah, Frozen Two is coming out this year. I, I don't plan on seeing it, but you never know, right? It depends on what's out that week or, or whatever. Yeah, um, the Snow Queen. So there's the Snow Queen. There's the Gerda. There's Kai. There's the Snow Queen. There's the Troll or the Devil, the Grandmother, the Old Lady Who Knew Magic, the Crow, the Tame Crow, the Princess, the Prince, Bay, the Reindeer. Do 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 do. All right, well. <laughs> it's based on the Snow Queen, so yeah. All right, so we're gonna have to stop fucking segueing with so <laughs> so. This is like when you like when you're talking to someone you don't know what to speak talk about, so you always start it with a yeah. so. I can't remember if I already did this one or not. I think so. There's a movie called The Hard Way. It came out in 1991. Saw Stars. It. Saw it in theaters. Michael J. Fox. I didn't know it had Helen Slater in it. I didn't know it had Delroy Lindo in it. It did have Delroy Lindo in it. I know. I see him right there. I just didn't know he was in there. 
He played he played um, the chief of police. And so, so Michael J. Fox plays an actor. He's kind of like uh, like like the world's biggest actor at this point. Yeah, and doesn't matter what movie he's doing, but he's doing like an Indiana Jones style movie. He's even got the fedora. He's got the same fucking clothes on and yeah. everything else. And he he's like, I don't want to do this shit anymore. I want to do something else. And 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 so I that that I've jumped ahead, but the opening scene has fucking Christina Ritchie is in it. No oh. way. Ninety one. I mean, that's around the time she was playing uh, Wednesday. So, what who does she play? Uh, someone's daughter. And it's got Stephen Lang in it. So it opens up with Stephen Lang driving in a car, and he's and he's uh, going towards a club, right? Yeah. So he parks the car, gets out, makes a call to the cops, tells them exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to go shoot this guy. He's just play- he's playing a game. Is basically he's playing tag. Yeah. And walks walks away into the club. James Woods, who's been chasing after this guy. Uh, ends up the same, goes to the same club, and sees Stephen Lang, who ends up shooting one, of, shooting one of the guys in the club, who happens to be a drug dealer at the time. Yeah, he's a drug dealer, uh, not Stephen Lang, but the guy he shoots. So James Woods goes after him. They chase. There's a the whole New York thing chase going on, and um, when Stephen Lang's character tries to escape, Woods is on his ass. So he Lang jumps into a um, a tow truck, and James Woods grabs on, and James Woods is not a fucking action hero. You have L Cool J, and uh, there's another lady that was that's that's also a cop with in 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 the chase car, right? Okay. So they're following James Woods, and James Woods is fighting with Stephen Lang in this truck, and the the ultimate conclusion is is that. Um, there's construction going on right next door to, which happens to be James Woods' house, which I, it's kind of weird how they have it all set up. It doesn't make any sense because um, James Woods has this apartment in, like, fucking downtown Manhattan, uh-huh. you know, which is... Out of his price That's range. fucking realistic, right? Yeah. So... <laughs> That's above his pay grade. Yeah, way above. So... Kind of like Venom living in fucking in that big-ass apartment. In- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, no, I mean, he, he was a, depending, in Venom, Eddie Brock was a reporter. Yeah. So, and he was a sought-after reporter at that point. Yeah, so. he was pretty much, he already had a but, lot of- But his girlfriend was living with him. She's a fucking lawyer. Yeah. So, that made it a little bit easier. Um, but in this one, he lives by himself. He's divorced. He's like divorced, or twice divorced, or some shit like that. And yeah. Whatever. So, there's a billboard right by his house that has Michael J. Fox's face on it, and it's called Smoking Gun 2 or whatever it is. That's the name of the movie. And the the truck that Stephen Lang's that Stephen Lang is driving, the tow truck, hits this fucking prop, this big hand that has a cigarette in it, which is supposed to go up on the billboard to show that he's smoking, right? Yeah. And knocks James Woods off the truck. He drives away. So he got away. Yeah, he got away. He's like, oh, I got you, you dirty, rotten, bad guy. God damn it. Ooh, a piece of candy. Yeah. So... <laughs> I swear to God, if I'm in that box, I'm gonna be so pissed. <laughs> so Woods gets up, and and then it cuts away to the Michael J. Fox thing, where I already told you about. But Michael J. Fox had been watching it, and he pauses it on James Woods' face, which is just this look like, "God damn it, I don't want to be here. Fuck this." And he's like, "I want to do that, right? Yeah, I want to do that. Take me to New York City, Doc." <laughs> <laughs> Marty, 
We're going to New York. <laughs> oh, can't, okay, wait for, can't wait for new Rick and Morty to come out. I can't either. So he ends up going to New York, and Woods does is like this this complete hard ass, you know, fucking, you know, he, he's. It's trying to be lethal weapon without being lethal weapon. Yeah, and he's like, I just, I'm not gonna do it, and you know, and and they're like, he's a fucking actor, and he wants to ride along with you. It's going to happen because this is what's called good press. Yeah, and he's going to talk about us a lot in the press junket, you know, type of thing. And Woods is like, right? Yeah. So. So Woods basically is just like, you know, you can go fuck yourself, and I hate you, you're a fucking actor, you're preening, and fucking, you're soft, and why don't you go back to Hollywood, and, you know, to your to your million dollar house, and... and Boob jobs. Yeah, your fake boobs and your massages, right? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, this is real. And I find it ironic that he was saying that, you know, James Woods, of course. And, you know, I'm a hardened cop, blah, 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 blah. Right, well, whatever. Hey, he did play a vampire hunter as well. He did. So, the, and that goes on throughout the whole goddamn movie. It's just like, you know, he's, he's just a complete dick throughout the whole movie until the very end. Then, where, yeah, and then there's an understanding and a respect. Yeah, you know, you saved my life, so therefore you're a good guy. And then mm-hmm. they go see the movie and then like, he stole that line from me. It, like, literally throughout the whole entire movie, he's saying shit to Michael J. Fox and Fox is saying, that's fucking great, I'm going to use it in the movie. That's yeah. fucking awesome, I'm going to use it in the movie. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna memorize this. I'm gonna write it fucking down. And and Woods, as Woods is telling them all this shit, literally at the end when they are, when they show the the end sequence of the movie that they had just made called The Hard Way. Yeah. Right. And Michael J. Fox says something. And James Woods is like, he stole that line from me. And blah, blah, blah. Like literally throughout the whole entire movie, Michael J. Fox is telegraphing that this is going to happen. Yeah. Right? I'm here to play you in a movie, and I, you know. Give me some good shit. Give me quotes so I can use them in the movie while we write the fucking script. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right? And and it, I like the movie because it's just cheesy, dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And there, it really isn't that bad. It's just goofy. And, I mean, Michael J. Fox doesn't, I mean, <laughs> there was parts in the movie where it was just like, did they really do that? Like, so... They capture Stephen Lang, and Michael J. Fox is like, no, they didn't. Ca- you guys didn't capture him. There's supposed to be a third act, and the third act is he escapes, and he's going to go after your girlfriend, and this is exactly how it's going to happen. And then Woods goes, this isn't a fucking movie. This is real life. He's not going to do that. And he does that. He's, Stephen Lang's character escapes and, <laughs> and goes after James Woods. Son of a bitch. Yeah, fucking uh, girlfriend. And, you know, and, and as it's going on, um, right before that whole sequence that I just talked about, Michael J. Fox is driving away with Stephen Lang in the in the cop car for whatever reason. Oh, because he's like, "You're not gonna get away," and this and that, and I'm gonna get you. You know, yeah. <laughs> he's driving away. I'm sorry, I broke into Simpson's voice on that one. <laughs> As he's driving away, the car flips, and you hear like so when it starts to flip, Michael J. It shows a camera angle of Michael J. Fox and Stephen Lang flipping in the car, and, and Michael J. Fox is like screaming, "Ah!" Right, and then they cut away. You see the car flipping, and it's the same exact screen where Michael J. Fox just screamed "Ah!" <laughs> but it was a bad overdub, and it didn't make any sense for them to do it. So there's little things like that, you know, that that just didn't make sense. But other than that, for the most part, this fucking movie was was, 
The most I remember of that movie was it being tied in with LL Cool J's "Mama Said Knock You Out." Yeah, <laughs> Mama said because they were playing that in the in the uh, nightclub at the beginning of the movie when uh-huh. Stephen Lang shoots that. So basically, Stephen Lang's character wants to be a cop, so but he's a vigilante. Yeah, and he's killing bad guys. That was the whole gist of the bad guy thing. So it's like really. You're going to go after this guy who is taunting cops because he's killing murderers and thieves and scumbags and pimps and and all this other all these pieces of shit, yeah. drug dealers. But yet, you know, you that didn't that didn't make any sense that they would go after that character in particular. Yeah, because he, he even though he's a vigilante, eh, uh. it's 1991 New York, man. <laughs> People are getting hit in the head with hammers at that point in time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right next to Trump Tower. <laughs> Trust me on that one. It's a true story. All right. Christina Ricci as Bonnie. Look at all, look at all the people that fucking Bryant Gumble, yeah. Louis Black, Kate, Kathy Najimy, the Jimmy, uh, Penny Marshall. Uh, yeah. LL, well, Louis Kathy Najimy and Penny Marshall were were. Um, uh, Michael J. Fox's characters like agents, okay, and and helpers, you know, yeah, and Luis Guzman, Stura, um, Stephen Lang, James Woods, yeah, oh, Cool J is Detective Billy, Billy, <laughs> oh, Mar- Mary Mara, that's who that is. Uh, she was she was the other cop that was in the car, the female cop that I was talking about, yeah. Um, but Christina Ricci as Bonnie, she probably played one of their kids or something, you know. I don't kid. know. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever, fine, great, cool. So, anyways, um, oh, in the movie, uh, movie's called "The Good, the Badge, and the Ugly." Um, <laughs> so that's that's really all it was. It just uh, and uh, Stephen Lang's character was called the Party Crasher, and then he dies after falling from a billboard onto the onto a car. Aww. So that's it. Uh, budget was twenty four million. It made sixty five. You think that? Uh, I wonder if that budget, a large chunk of that budget, was the marketing. Because I remember that they marketed the fuck out of that film for when it when it first came out. They did. They sure did. Roger Ebert gave it three and a half out of four stars and praised its comic energy, calling the film funny, fun, exciting, and an example of professionals who know their crafts and enjoy doing them well. The stunts, special effects, and second unit work all seamless and exciting didn't and they do that again with uh hollywood homicide with uh josh hartnett and uh, was it de niro yeah yeah no no harrison ford that's what i meant yeah harrison ford. i knew what you're going with yeah um this this movie is it's fun it's funny uh in some cases it's got a bad third act uh came out the same time new jack city did so he had fucking ice he had iced tea and fucking hello cool j in movies in the same goddamn week. Yep. So, that's it. All right. Fuck, dude. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Holy shit. All right. Um, Have you seen the new Child's Play trailer? No. No, I have not. Oh, you should check it out. Why? What if I don't give a fuck about it? <laughs> yeah. Technically, you shouldn't. Because <laughs> it, just, it just, it's one of those things that feels like, even though it's a well-done trailer, it is. Ten things they will have to change in the Child's Play remake. It, but it, it's just, it doesn't. It feels like completely just unnecessary. It, it you know, what I mean, you, if you've seen any of the damn sequels, they've already covered enough ground already. You know, so to redo it, I, I just don't. Now that he's a fucking robot instead of an actual possessed doll, just a malfunctioning robot. Yeah, I mean, how can you not like? 
Well, I, I look, I understand it why they did the whole robot thing. Is that Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza? Yeah. Does she crack wise? <laughs> I don't think she does. But w- what if what if this movie is a continuation from the originals? Like it, instead of even though it's it's a robot, you yeah. know? Cuz there's they're they're not telling us a lot of shit that goes on with this with, with this uh trailer right now. So we don't know everything that's going on. Um other than it's going to be gorier. So. Yeah. But it just it just does not seem God, it's it's a weird time to to be this age, you know, it, and having seen all this shit already being so, done before. I hate to say this, but I love saying this. <laughs> Move on. Yeah, I will. Just get over it. Just I will. Just just um Look, they're, they're they've been milking shit for years and they're just going to keep yeah, remaking. You got to you got to stop blaming everybody for your depression whatever you want to call it it doesn't matter so this the reasons why you don't want to go see movies because you're not impressed with it or or you know and and, and stop blaming studios and directors for remaking and rehashing because they're doing this on purpose if you don't like it and this goes out for everybody if you don't like it don't go see it you you know know? i i think it, it 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 bugs me more with horror films than it does with any other genre i i think because with horror film, with majority of horror films, they're always done in a similar way. They're always done in the slasher style, and it just there's it takes a lot to impress me because I've already seen it all. I've seen it all. It, it you if know, if you've seen one, you've seen them all. <laughs> but who? So what? You've seen them all. Big deal. I'm just trying to explain, man. I know, but what what I'm saying is, you've if you've seen one, you you need to let go. And, I, and it's not a fucking frozen joke. I'm, you know, it's just happened to be there. You need to let go and just enjoy it for what it is. Hey, there's there's times where all I'm I'm open to the idea. Like when we went and saw the Poltergeist remake, <laughs> we all know how that turned out. Um, you know, and and look, there's there's surprises out there. There's definitely surprises. Look at uh, Hereditary was fucking excellent, um, which wasn't a remake, but it. it Hereditary was excellent. Um, Don't Breathe was fucking excellent. Uh, what else did we see? Yeah, but I'm, we're not talking. We're focusing on other things than that. And the the point being is, when you go see a movie, you got to do what I did, which is I've 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 stopped going in with any fucking expectations, whether I'm going to like the movie or hate the movie. Um, and I'm going to see the movie with fresh eyes, not. Not fucking stale bullshit. Yeah, I guarantee you won't do that with a fucking Adam Sandler movie. I I won't watch Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> I've already I've already made it one hundred percent clear on that one. Even with the Meyer Owitz stories, yeah, which you gave a glowing review to, yeah. and you're not the only one. There's other people that have said those are really good fucking movies. It's got Adam Sandler in it. Sorry, I've made I put my line in the sand with him. You made your peace with that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. So unless unless Adam Sandler does something like completely off the fucking charts, yeah, you know we're talking like coming to America comedy, or if he plays a if he does something like um, why is it I can never remember Bill Hader's fucking TV show on HBO? Oh, uh, Barry. Barry. I want to say Gary for so <laughs> long. 
uh, or ha- I was going to say it's not happy, but it's the other one. Uh-huh. You know, if if Adam Sandler did something like Happy or Barry or or Coming to America, something that's so astoundingly yeah. fucking great, I'll go see it. Yeah. You know, I th- and that's the only thing that will make me go see an Adam Sandler movie. My cousin uh, Sharon, she uh, she she asked me if I had saw the new you know Sandler uh, stand up that was on Netflix called uh, I think it was called One Hundred Percent Fresh or something like that, and she said it's actually pretty fucking good. And so I watched it, and it you know what wasn't bad. It was a it was a quote unquote return to form. Right. But the problem is, is that it was so well done for the most part that it showed me how fucking lazy all of his shit's been for the last 10 years. You know, that it's just this fucking cash. Give me the fucking paycheck. Give me the paycheck. Fuck true comedy. And it it made it worse because it showed that he's still capable of being hilarious, you know, and being original. And so, yeah, it, 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 Bug me, fucking Sandler. <laughs> so, whatever though. I mean, I can justify watching his films on Netflix because I've already paid. Regardless if I watch his shit or not on Netflix, I already paid for it, so I don't feel like I'm being ripped off. Yeah, you know. So last month, a YouTube website by the name of Star Wars Theory released their first episode. Let's just call it first episode of the Star Wars. Star Wars Vader fan film that they had been working on. Yes. Now it's been produced by Ian McKellum, which is fucking awesome. Again, one of the you know guys from the dude that played Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> you mean Ian McDiarmid? Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> um, for those who are unfamiliar with the situation going on between Disney and Star Wars Theory, um, last month Star Wars Theory released their Darth Vader fan film, and. When he first began to make the Vader film, he contacted Lucasfilm, who gave him their blessing, which they do. You are allowed to do that. You are allowed to make fan films as long as you don't make money. Yeah. And by making money, you you have to demonetize that that video on YouTube. You cannot use crowdfunding like Kickstarter or anything else like that that directly relates to the movie. So you cannot put it up on Kickstarter saying you want to make a movie for Star. You want to make a Star Wars movie, and that's where the money is going to be going. You can do other ways to make money, but you cannot use Star Wars to make money, okay? So that as long as we got that clear. So they gave them their blessing as long as he made it without crowdfunding and let the video unmonetized, meaning that no ads would run on it. Hence, there would be no revenue to collect from it because you can't do that. Copyright, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that was back in January. And then um, um, I can't remember the guy's name from Star Wars Fan Theory, but it is a good channel, and, and I do I I actually listen to the channel because it's engrossing, and he doesn't <coughs> he doesn't wax rhapsodic like we do or rap waxodic. I say I like saying wax rhapsodic. It's not it's rap waxodic. Um, we go on tangents. Uh, they po- he posted a video saying Say it that, ain't so <laughs> that Disney and uh, their partner company Warner Chappelle had claimed that because the custom score used in the film used a rendition of the Imperial March, there was a violation of the copyright. They used this copyright to claim that the entire film was now their intellectual property and were going to run ads on it and collect the revenues themselves, to the tune of almost $7 million, by the way. That's what I understand. Uh, It may be less, it may be more. Uh, Theory was given the option to appeal it, which he stated he was not going to do because he would likely lose, and then Disney would delete the film and possibly get his channel taken down, Um, which is the wrong attitude to take. Because, but that's okay. He's he's protecting himself. 
In essence, they altered the deal and told Dupre they didn't alter it any further. <laughs> uh, on January 16th, Star Wars Theory posted a second update regarding Disney's copyright claim, but this time it was good news, and I've made and mentioned this to Joe. According to him, after a backlash from Star Wars fans, Lucasfilm stepped in and told Disney that Theory made the film under a certain set of rules and that they needed to release the copyright claim they had placed on the Vader fan film. This means that going forward, no ads will run on the film and that it will remain free to view for everyone on YouTube. Uh, This was an awesome move by Lucasfilm. They've taken a lot of criticism from fans over the past, but they've done this and they've been consistent with this with the Star Wars fan films. They've even held contests. I don't know if they're still doing it um, up until at least until uh, Lucas sold to Disney. But they they used to do the the Star Wars fan film contest uh, fucking Oscars or whatever it was. Now, this is a weird question. Let me finish. Uh, I'm finished. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Now, even though it's not monetized and they had to get permission from Lucasfilm to, you know, their blessing and all that stuff. Is it still okay for it when they do make these fan films if if Lucasfilm takes any ideas <laughs> that were created by these no. and uses them? No, that's that's stealing. They can't do that. You have it's still it, regardless of everything else, the characters are copyrighted. Yeah, not the story. So if they take any story elements from this, he can lay a claim to that and say this is my idea and these are the points. Uh-huh. So fuck off. Just asking. <laughs> so Joe and I watched it. And uh, impressive, fucking Christ! It was good. Yeah, this is amazing. This is, um, this is right up there. Would never was it? Never walk alone in the woods. Oh yeah, never hike alone. Never hike alone or whatever it is. Never jerk off alone. Or yeah, something. yeah, stop jerking off alone. Um, if you jerk off in the woods, does any does a bear hear it? Never hike alone so it's called never hike alone yeah. but this is as good as never hike alone in fact i th- in i think in some cases it's better in star wars terms if you're a star wars fan this is, i mean star wars you know it's what does that have to do with anything because i think it's gotta it, it depends on it could also depend on the person no I, no it has nothing to do with whether it could be fucking a diehard fan film if it's good it's good Who cares if it's star wars or star trek or friday the 13th or whatever else Meh. so that's that's i don't in terms of Star Wars. Stop being a segregationist. <laughs> <laughs> this is my drinking fountain. Go get your own. Yeah, fuck off. Um, this is as good or better than Never Hike Alone. And Never Hike Alone was really fucking good. Um, it starts off good and quick. And ends incredibly. Yeah, and it ends ends on a cliffhanger note. Um, he's still trying to make money uh, so that he can... He can do the second film. Like the first film costs like a hundred grand. The second film is going to cost double that. And he's and he showed storyboards and all this other stuff that he's working on. So the if you are a fan and you want to see this continue, if you're a fan of Star Wars, if you're a fan of you know independent films and whatnot, go and check this out. Because um, if you're a filmmaker or if you're an artist or whatever else. It's fucking impressive what he's done with everything. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what he continues to do with it. So that's all I got for that one. What do you think? I liked it. Great. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> all right. Uh, I mean, shit. You don't want to, you want to go into detail about the Star Wars or about the Veda? What do you think? I think What's it's, your review? 
My review on the Vader. Yeah, I don't 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 do a fucking twenty five minute review. Just do a review. All right, I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's impressive. It's absolutely impressive. Um, it, it gives off the vibes like you're. Wa- you might as well have been watching uh, Star Wars around the time of uh, Revenge of the Sith. You know, back in two thousand five. You know, it 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 just it takes all of those elements from you know from say Revenge of the Sith time or whatever. And it just adds to it and makes it fuck, man. It just makes it fuck. It balances it. It's well balanced. Okay. Okay. Hey, I, I thought of a breakfast cereal. You call it Thanos, and it's and it's part of a perfectly balanced cereal. Breakfast. Get it? Thanos? No, I don't get it at all, Joe. Thanos. Because, because <laughs> subtlety, subtlety is not your fucking strong suit, is it? <laughs> I like I like pointing out obvious shit just because it's funny. Stop it, Thanos! You're too late. <laughs> Perfectly balanced. <laughs> Comes with a free chin bib. That's what it should come with. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's lame. That's awful. See now that's funny. Groot loops. <laughs> that's not bad. Avenger hunger. Fan oats. Really? What is the deal with people sticking their tongues out at cameras? Like that makes it a better picture. I mean, it's an alternative. Remember when they were first taking pictures in the 1800s and no one smiled? <laughs> no, because I didn't live in the 1800s when no one smiled. Well, if you looked at I pictures, I was born in 1971. You, I, I guarantee you that 99 plus percent of every photo taken in the 1800s, no one smiled because what, they're always. What told, does that have to do with people taking pictures now? Because it's one extreme to the other. No, it's not. That has nothing to do with anything. Go let's let's go back in history and revisit history. We didn't smile because hey, look because how, they couldn't hold the smiles that long. Five years ago it was fucking duck face. Everyone was doing goddamn Zoolander's blue steel. Right, but people have been sticking their tongues out for a long time in front of pictures. It like, just doesn't like make Einstein. Any, just doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, does that make the picture better? I'm you know we're gonna do a selfie. Mm, like, how many times can you do that? Do it once, fine. But you okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over my rent. All right. What so, does that have to do with all the chi and chi and China? Chi and China. Chi, chia pets in China. Tea in China, Mike. It's tea in China. What does that have to do with all the tea in China? All right. I really thought that you were going to talk about the details of that Darth Vader video. I don't want to. No, I want people to experience it. All right, just go fucking watch it. I don't need to give it away. All right, go fuck but, yourself. Yeah. All right. All right, so uh, yeah, we saw the new uh, Aladdin trailer as well, the live action, because you know Disney's got to fucking make another live action, re- re- you know, re- redo of their shit. And uh, let me ask you a question. Yes, is that a problem? Um, yes and no. Why is that a problem? I mean, of course, it's a smart move. It's definitely a smart move to do it because it's a guaranteed moneymaker, right? And you know, that's not what I asked. Why is that a problem? Because I think it gets in the way of original ideas and trying other things that they haven't done. They don't done. care about original ideas or trying other you things. You asked me my opinion, and I'm telling you. I know. But they don't give a shit about that. I I understand. And that's why they're doing it. They're fucking live-actioning every fucking thing they've ever done. Okay. Well, in doubt if there's an Aristocrats movie that comes out live-action. <laughs> I doubt that, but okay. You know, uh, Fox and the Hound. Doubt that. Why would you doubt that? Because they're not huge money makers. Nobody remembers those fucking movies. Well, once they've done all their big shit, they're going to have to have other shit. They'll, then they'll just make a sequel. It's possible. They're, they're, 
<laughs> They're not going to live action. They'll live action Frozen before they do any of that shit. On the, on the scales for you of all the Disney films that you've seen, how high do you rank up uh, Aladdin on that list? I I, I don't know. They're all... I rank them all about the same, because hmm. it's 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 traditional animation. So, uh, and I love traditional animation. So, yeah, they, they had a couple little uh, parts, a uh, little CG in there too, like with the. Uh, Who cares about that? I'm just saying, around this time period, that's when they started adding little little elements. Of, yeah. So, uh, but that has nothing. Again, what does that have to do with all the teams? I'm just I talking, have? dude. Do I have to question everything that you say? No, I'm just uh, we're. As it is. Aladdin for me is one of my favorite Disney films, uh, animated films. Mm-hmm. I loved everything about it. The music. I loved every song in the movie. Uh, I love the video game that Sega made for the Genesis that was specific to that system. And everything about it. Just the humor. It wasn't a bad movie. I mean, we we watched it just recently. And, uh, oh, directed by Guy Ritchie. Great. Okay. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. God damn it, Guy I'm Ritchie. Out. I'm out. I'm out. God, I wish he would go back and just do the shit that I enjoy that he does. You know, when he does makes his fucking British caper type films. You know, make a make a sequel to Rock and Rolla, <coughs> like you promised ten years ago. Why he's making Aladdin? Who gives a shit? <laughs> I'm I'm totally out. I you know I don't nope. See ya. Hey, you know, and, and that's how I felt about Cinderella and. and we haven't seen a trailer for the uh, Lion King live action, really. Or did we? Did they have a teaser for that? I haven't seen one. I they can't. may have. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Not right now. I'm serious. I mean, guy, how many movies have we seen Guy Ritchie do since the Sherlock Holmes? So we've seen Sherlock Holmes Part 2, which yeah. wasn't good. No, Game of Shadows was rushed. And um, uh, I still haven't finished the movie all the way what, through. What was the other? Oh, the, the King Arthur King movie. Arthur, he did King Arthur. Where, where you have Jax. In his in his fucking leather jacket, which is awesome, you know, because everybody has to have a bombardier jacket in the fucking, you know, the twelve hundreds or whatever fucking year it was. And then uh, I have it right here, dude. All I have to do is do this. Boop. Yeah, look up his shit. Boop. Oh yeah, I did the man from Uncle. I forgot about that. Yeah, which was okay. Um, boop. Yeah. Tough, tough guys. That may be your rock and roller. Well, it doesn't have any of the guys from the fucking rock and roll in it. So doesn't necessarily have to, does it? Well, there's there's characters. It was supposed to be a planned trilogy, and uh, there's specific characters that have to come back. And there, you know, got Tom Hardy's character, Gerard Butler's character, and also Toby Kebbell, who's the rock and roller. So um, it doesn't sound like Tough Guys is a is a rock and roller sequel. But it could be. Yeah, I mean, it always could be, but it doesn't look like by showing off that cast well, list there. But what if these guys, what if this movie is the middle of a three-act movie? I, you know what? I I hope so. I'm like just I said, saying. I want him to go back to, to doing th- things like this anyway. So Why? Because uh, some people are just good at doing certain types of films, and with Guy Ritchie, his, his British-style caper-type films are always the ones that sh- seem to shine. I love Lockstock. I love Snatch. Swept Away was that fucking Madonna movie. Fuck you. Revolver had moments of brilliance to it. Rock and Roll, I love that. Um, and the first Sherlock Holmes was really good. I love the style of it, you know. And then, of course, they have to fuck it up with the Rush sequel. And then it looks like his name's not on the next Sherlock Holmes movie that's supposed to be coming out. Doesn't even look attached to it at all. What would you, what would make you say that? 
Well, because he... Okay. It's not on the list? Yeah, it's not on the list. All right. <laughs> so... Way to point things out there. Yeah, there we go. Captain Obvious. But it's fucking weird that he's <laughs> he directed Aladdin. That just that's a I mean, look, the guy wants to make money and you do what you do. Maybe because he makes Aladdin he gets to make a bunch of other shit he wanted to make. I, I don't know. I yeah, I look, I'm out. I'm out. After uh, the man from Uncle was fine. I, I've seen rock and roll and I I, yeah, I thought it was okay. Again, I'm not a big fan of Guy Ritchie stuff, but yeah. I love Snatch. Yeah, I liked Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Um, that's what got me into Guy Ritchie. Yeah, and then and then um, Sherlock Holmes, I, I liked, uh, but the second one can suck it. The Man from Uncle was not bad. It didn't suck. I had moments. Yeah, yeah, it had a it had a flow to it. But King Arthur was it was terrible. It was meh. It was fucking shit. Shite. <laughs> it was shite. <laughs> right in the bucket. Yeah. And now he's doing Aladdin and fucking Will. They're trying to make Will Smith look just like goddamn Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Look just like him. Like, come on, you know. And it doesn't. It, there's something about it that doesn't work with that. He doesn't look. It doesn't look right. Yeah. Like I, I don't. I I can't. I can't put my finger on it. But it doesn't look right. Well, don't waste one of your wishes on it. Okay. So, anyways, I I just don't know how. There's certain performances. I I just don't even know how you. After they've been established by by such a, a fucking iconic you know actor or or performance that you you try to redo that I you don't you don't try to redo it you do it your own way yeah you do it in a way that that makes sense for the movie uh-huh. you, you know like Robin Williams works for cartoons because he's bendy stretchy in cartoons and yeah. that's his voice bendy stretchy he yeah. can fucking go in and out of character all day long in live action. Not so much. Yeah, no. Hyper realistic is for cartoons. Well, no, I don't. I don't believe that. It depends on what you're trying to accomplish with the movie. Well, it's already been done for the animated, so. I mean, right? But again, you can still do hyper realistic for, for, t- for live action movies as long as you have a character that can do that, like Roger Rabbit, or in this case, like if well, you know, if Robin Williams is doing a live-action version of the genie, and I know what the problem is with Will Smith's character. It's his head. <laughs> it, it's his ears, actually. They're supposed to be pointy, but that's okay. It, it just doesn't fit. There's something wrong with that whole... Like his body's been morphed, and it looks, it looks wider than he really should be, and you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just... There's, <laughs> You know what? This is this year's version of fucking uh, of uh, apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, but look at his arms. I mean, look look at his body compared to his arms. You know, like it looks like he's wearing a bald cap. It no, it looks like a different body when they just put Will Smith's face, like they just a big circle of his face. No, it, the, the it. whole thing is fucking wrong. Look at look at this right here. Then compare his arms. It's off. It's all off. Yeah. And that's a that's a bald cap. You can see it right there. It's like a fucking life held job, huh? <laughs> it just it doesn't seem right. That's you know that's and what they should have done. See, you see the gold filigree. That's what I'm calling it, filigree. Okay. You see the 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 uh, pattern, the yeah. gold pattern right there. Why didn't they do that for his entire body? Like like it's a big chain. I don't know. I don't know. I I just I don't even. It, this is one of those movies that I, I I love the the cartoon so much that I just can't picture this live action version comparing. I I, I want it to. I'd like it to, 
but I just well, don't, you don't see it. You don't want it to compare anyways. You want you want it to be... <laughs> <laughs> so Someone took a picture of the guys from Aladdin, the, the movie, and then drew in this fucking stupid-looking sw- Nike swoosh or pipe <laughs> type of art, you know? Yeah. And then took fucking Will Smith from <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or whatever, yeah. or Men in Black. And and just put his upper body with. <laughs> That's fucking funny, dude. That is fucking funny. Yeah, even the guy that plays Jafar in the trailer just didn't seem right. Is that supposed to be Jafar? Yeah. Or is that Aladdin? That's Jafar. Yeah, it just doesn't 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 click, man. Doesn't have that fucking. Yeah, Jafar. Jafar needs to have a far more evil looking face. He's, yeah, he's got to have that skinny, long face. You know, with that pointy chin, yeah. long skinny pointy chin. You know. All right, moving on. <laughs> All right. So um, are we ever going to talk about the fucking Lego movie? Because we keep going into something else. We, 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 <laughs> yeah, I think we skipped over it, man. We went. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so let's do that now. All right. So how would you rank the uh, the Lego films so far that have come out theatrically? I'm not going to. No? No. They're, I mean, they're all they're just kind of lumping together in, in a sense. I mean, because there's so many... There's so many of them. Yeah. Like, obviously, the ones that come out theatrically. Like, the Batman one is funny, but not as good as the first Lego movie, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. So, I guess the first Lego movie, I just rank right up there. I do, yeah. First, I, I, I think I do first Lego movie, then Batman. I saw Ninjago. I, I, I rented that for the kids. Why? I, Why? You hate that fucking movie, and you still- Because they wanted to see it. They like Lego shit. Yeah? So, I rented well, it. So what? You didn't have to watch it. Well- I don't want to talk shit about something I haven't seen. You know what I mean? I, I'd rather have a little backup on and like, hey, I if watched it. If you don't it. like it, then you don't like it. I watched it. It was to... I fuck. I don't remember anything about it, but it was it didn't suck as much as I thought it was going to. Uh, but this this new one, this new one is a weird one for me because I really felt like for most of the film that I was being shown something that's made for people with extremely short attention spans. Yes, and it just was. It, it, the movie is not shitty in any way. I, I, I you know, it's still, not good, but it's it's. God damn, dude! I, I, I'm so glad that I, I'm not susceptible to epilepsy or whatever the fuck else because motion sickness. Because that movie would have made me sick. That's how I just the loud music, the fucking just constant bright light flashing, all of it. It, yeah, it was just. God damn, we'll move on to the next thing, on to the next thing, on to the next Yeah, so <laughs> I think the most enjoyable part for this entire film for me was Maya Rudolph's character. This is the mom. Okay. You know, I love Maya Rudolph anyway, but, you know, she always brings something to everything she's in, like, you know, in Happy Time Murders and and, yeah. and other stuff. and uh, Or even in uh, the Melissa McCarthy movie, you know, the, the fucking Rodney Dangerfield uh, remake movie. She was back to school. Oh yeah, yeah, year. yeah! Life of the party. Yeah, my 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 Rudolph was the best thing in that movie. Yep, you know she's always fucking great. She's a great she's a great character actor. Yeah, and so every time she showed up in the film, that grabbed my attention. You know, and she, good delivery on everything. The story of the brother and the sister, the real life brother and sister on on the film, though that that's the whole story. It worked. It was good. It didn't. No, it didn't. It well, okay. Well, good for you. <laughs> It worked, and but with the movie itself, it just all ended up being fucking 
when it all came down to it, it just felt like it was just a sequel. It it felt like Lord and Miller. It was directed by a different person this time. I know that. I think McKay did the first one. Don't quote me on that, but I think it was McKay that did the first one. Let's find out. It was Miller and Lord. Okay. I think McKay had something. I, I, whatever. And Mike Mitchell did this one. Yeah. But Miller and Lord were producers. Yeah, I believe they helped with the writing as well. So I, I, I don't... Look, I, I don't know what happened between um, the this the first one and this one, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, it's it, they went away from the simple formula of having fun. Yeah, and this one and and, and it's supposed to be the sequel. It's a, the logical sequel where the sister gets involved. Yeah, but you know they show the basement and he's taking down everything, like all like. That was weird because remember how fucking over like controlling Will Ferrell's character was about all of his Legos. Yeah, but at the end of the movie, he was he changed his mind. Yeah, but that's not the point. My my, the whole thing is is that he built this entire fight. He spent hundreds of thousands of dollars. Let's say yeah, at least tens of thousands. Oh yeah, of dollars. Legos are expensive as fuck. So yeah, on fucking Legos, and he built in, he built cities in in different areas, and now it's all gone. Now it's all been taken down and put into bins uh-huh. come on come on look first and foremost nobody does that nobody you don't spend that much money and that much time putting shit together and then taking it all down because because you're not using the room for anything anyways other than that yeah and it's collectibles secondly you're going to come back and do it again you've seen it for happen firsthand right upstairs it's going on right now yep because we love Legos, you know. I I love Legos, and and the other thing is is that where did they put it all? They didn't put it in the three bins, uh-huh. you know. So come on, I mean, let, let's let let's 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 take a step back with this entire movie and just look at the problem with this movie, which is they went from in in, in a, five years have passed or however many years have passed. Since the first one came out, right? Yeah. Well, it's not five years, but technically it's five years because that the last one came out. The first one came out in 2014. Yeah, yeah, it's been five years. Five years and 12 days, actually. You yeah. Get technical. And the first movie was fucking phenomenal. We gotta, we gotta stop the craggle, dude. You remember when we came out of that? Because I, I'm not a huge Lego fan. I just haven't because I, I don't know. I just don't like creating. <laughs> but. Um, I don't know. But that movie was so good that it made me a Lego fan. Yeah, and, and and that's that that was the genius of this movie. Yeah, is that it it combined live with Lego stuff, and then the second movie, the second movie was a huge issue. It fucking it due to Ralph breaks the internet. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah, you know we we have future Chris Pratt's character, future Emmett. Yeah. We have, you know, with the Raptors. I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. We we didn't need the fucking Jurassic Park And bullshit. he was doing, you notice he was doing the Kurt Russell, John Wayne voice thing? Yeah. Yeah. And that that was fine. That was just what he was doing. But, and then you have the doorway to wherever, you know, which is the upstairs, obvious. You know, which, the more that they did it, more it seemed like Twilight Zone than anything else. Uh-huh. Instead of using it as like a hyperspace portal or whatever you want to call it. The wormhole. Yeah. You know, they could have done that. And then the whole thing is this huge misunderstanding, right? Right. 
when it's it, it's fucking obvious throughout the entire film that the the visitors, the alien visitors, right, are fucking bad guys, and then all of a sudden at the end, no, 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 they're good. They've been trying to make everything nice. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> sorry, no. It, it that was like we a, just wanted to play together. Yeah. Come on, I mean, don't don't fucking don't fucking go stupid. When you're making a movie, don't go stupid. Don't shit on me for a fucking hour and a half and then say later on that, no, you it wasn't actually shit. It was just made to look like shit. Right. I, I just... 95% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. How, how, can, how can anyone justify... How can 95% of the people that have actually, seen Actually, that was the first film. Fucking movie. The first film's 95%. Oh. This one's 85%. How can 85% of the people fucking justify liking this movie? It's not, it's not good. It's it's mediocre. That's what it is. This movie is fucking mediocre. It's it's like it's like Miller and Lord got pissed off mm-hmm. when they got fired from Solo. Yeah. And then they decided that, you know, they're going to go back and make another movie, and whatever movie they're going to make, they're going to do it this way, and then they make Lego Movie 2. Uh aren't you glad they did make Solo now after seeing this? Kind of, yeah. I It's yeah, I fuck it. I don't know. It Well, you either you're either glad or you're not. I mean, it would have been nice to see something different than what turned out with Solo. Just to you know, because I, like I said before, I didn't hate Solo, but I thought that that movie could have done a lot better than it did. Yeah, but they were trying to do this with Solo, and that's why they got canned. Mm-hmm. So then, okay, I guess it was a good thing. Yeah, because it could have been worse. And that, and 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 my my problem with Lego Movie Two is they dumbed it down. You know, it, it, like the first one was too smart. So they had to dumb it down for for the stupid audience. Yeah. You know, for, for kids. You know, they had to cater to the two-year-old kid. Come on. The people that are buying these fucking, these, these Legos aren't kids. Yeah. It's some parents with the disposable income. And they're going to fucking watch the movies and they're going to do this. But Jesus Christ, uh, up... Up the intelligence factor and stop fucking around with the simple formula. Yeah, this uh, this is not an eighty five percent movie, and just like with Wreck It Ralph Part Two, it this not, is better than Wreck It Ralph Part Two. It it is, but a I a lot better. But Wreck It Ralph also has like a fucking eighty something percent yeah. approval rating, you know, on on there, and it just that's I, I'm wondering what the fuck they're seeing that we're not. Uh, money. <laughs> Favorable, favorable favoritism uh, reviews, uh, yeah. So that they, can yeah, we're not we're not going to give you fucking favorable reviews just because you, you know, want us to review your product. And that's what this ends up feeling like for the most part. It's just a product. It doesn't feel like a. Yeah, I, there was no Morgan Freeman. There was no. There, there, there was nothing. There, there was nothing um, cool or interesting. Like I said, the craggle. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that 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 simple fucking yeah. uh, uh, MacGuffin, yeah, the Craggle, or or Morgan Freeman's character who is who's doing prophecies and whatever else, right? Yeah. And this and that and the other thing, you know, uh, it, it there there is just nothing. There's there's nothing about it. we had we got a duplo we got duplo blocks. Yeah, you know, they were cute for a second. I mean, there's a couple cute moments that yeah. they, but you know, like or her hair changing color. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, it's just nothing nothing fun. Everything's not awesome. Yeah, it, 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 like it started off okay, but how many times do we need to see that fucking Chevy Silverado commercial? <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. They fucking hit us with that motherfucker twice in a row. 
God damn. Dude, can you believe how fucking expensive trucks have gotten? Holy shit. Like regular trucks. Like I swear they've they've multiplied. They were always in like the 20s and now nope. regular trucks are now like in the 50s, 60s, 70s. They've always been that much. God damn. The 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 Dodge Ram 1500 just like a base price is the base price on the 1500 is like 27,000. That's just for like a base model, yeah. base base. And then if you want anything above that, it goes from twenty seven thousand like thirty seven. It's like ten grand upgrade automatically. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's always been in the forty range for these vehicles. God damn. Ah, fucking, I'm not buying them anyway. So. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what you get the fifteen thousand dollar discount for. Yeah, yeah. That's why you always wait till the end of the year. <laughs> the big blowout sale. Yeah. Blowout twenty seventeen gone. Coming on Sunday. 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 All right. Yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm not. I'm not pleased at all with the new Lego movie. I thought it was just cheap. I didn't think you were going to say that. I, th- I thought you were going to, you know, differ with me a little bit on there. It sounds like you hated it more than I did. I, I wasn't happy with it. I wasn't. I wasn't interested. I mean, it got to the point where it was just like, oh, now because the siblings are fighting, then oh, we're going to put them all away now. <laughs> that was kind of weak. And then and then you know they start playing together, and then they come out and they're playing in the yard together, and everything's everything's happy. Yeah. Like, come on. I wanted to see a logical, a logical fucking movie where they still had the big cities up, and they, but they were building more. Yeah, you know, one city had fallen apart, so it becomes apocalyptic wasteland or whatever, uh-huh. you know, which is what they kind of did. But you know, and I liked, I liked the whole big Batman thing that they had going on the, the fucking the the. <laughs> The, the the giant Batman fortress or whatever it was that yeah. was kind of cool but <coughs> for the most part it was wasted you know and I just thought it would be cool if they just had they done like a like a Mad Max type you know for some of it and you know they go and visit they visit something other than another goddamn yeah why could there have been like like the other world could have been like uh, Legos played with in the dirt you know and then you just whoever you know whoever what kid it's because nobody takes their Legos out in the dirt. Yeah, nobody ever. Not not now. Nope. Back then, oh, you know, when like, we were. Well, what if they're the all, all just okay? What if you had all the Legos that are like the ones that have been mangled by the dog or whatever, and they're just the crappy ones that you know, and then those are the ones you have outside in the playground, you know, by the by the swing set or whatever. No, see that doesn't work. They have like a like a Sid's Toy Story. Uh, it 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 doesn't wasteland. work for this reason. Nobody's going to bring their Legos outside. They don't do that anymore. They play with them inside because they could take them apart or put them together, and they're collectibles. However, you can do it to where they find all these old Legos or mm-hmm. whatever that have been chewed on, that have been put into a separate bin or, or whatever else, right? But no, I mean. They they could have done something completely different. They instead of having to go to another world or another galaxy or yeah. whatever else, you know, um, they they um, they they see they could have brought it all in and and used the you know the, the 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 cop chase cars that they had or you know all these things that they're doing with the new Lego sets. You know, yeah, where you know it's like. Now he's a, he's a businessman, you know, the businessman guy. Will Ferrell's character is flying around in his fucking Learjet and doing business. Yeah, you know, and that and that's what they start playing together. And I don't know. I right now I'm just I'm so I'm I'm disappointed in this movie because it was just it was mediocre at best. And it's it, the, the, there could have been so many better things to do instead of having to visit another world, like I said. 
You know, like the first one you visited, you know, the fucking crazy kitties world. Yeah. You know, Unikitty's world. And and you saw the pirate. And then like they would they would drop back and then you would see like these little side pieces where you the, the ship would like the, the, the pirate who is Ron Swanson. You yeah. Know, Nick Nick um Offerman. He goes, I'm out of here. Yar and he jumps off and goes yeah. you, hear, you see the fucking you see the uh the, the boat go you know, and, the, and you hear that voice. Yeah. You know, th- little things like that. Yeah. You know, the sun's coming up. We're going to crash into the sun, and it's going to look awesome, you know? Because <laughs> I-, I watched the first Lego movie, like, like about a week ago. Yeah. You know, and just to see the difference between this one and that one. And there were some great parts in, in, in this one, but not in this, not nearly as good. The fucking chase scene where Liam Neeson's cop character yeah. is chasing Batman and, and Emmett and... uh uh wild stallion or whatever yeah, yeah. the fuck her name is yeah and and you know through through uh the western town and all this other stuff yeah and they didn't do that with this one they didn't they didn't make any effort to go through all any any type of different sets which is what i was talking about which is the the police car chase set that they have yeah or uh, uh the the boats you know they could have they could have done a die hard thing mm-hmm. they, you know seriously i mean they could have fucking done die hard lego style how cool would that be? Yeah. I mean, they already set it up. They already had them crawling through the fucking air ducts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they could have done that whole entire thing. But instead of instead of just Die Hard, it's the house. Like, they're using the house as Die Hard, right? Uh-huh. You know, as the Nakatomi Plaza. So, you know, he has to fucking crawl through the attic. And he's just in fucking random rooms throughout the house. Yeah. Because you, you can't get to every room, so you have to pretend. Like, you just see him, like, crawling along the ceiling or whatever. And then it kind of pans back, and you see the kid holding the little figure or whatever. <laughs> you know, he's like, things like that. Yeah. Crawling up the fucking, like, with kids, everything was a was was a playground. Yeah. Then you shelves and this and that. I'm going to crawl up this shelf because, you know, it's a, it's a 50-story fucking uh, tower or, you know. Whatever. Have you ever lost a toy as a kid and you never found it again and it still bugs you? Yes. An uh, arrow. Yeah? Uh-huh. I shot an arrow into the snow uh-huh. at my grandparents' house. Yeah. And the snow melted and the arrow wasn't there. I had- I was pissed. I had a fucking uh, kit from Knight Rider, um, Hot Wheel, and it was hooked up where it had a hole in the back so you could put it in on this little ramp and you could shoot it. Uh-huh. And also the red light came on in the front of it for kids. You know. Yeah. I lost that one day. It just I was in the middle of playing with it and it fucking disappeared and I never found it ever. And to this day, every time I think about it, I'm like, where the fuck did that toy go? Because it was so goddamn cool. T- Tinder's guilt tripping me into trying to open my Tinder app again. <laughs> uh oh. Hey, hey, buddy. Yeah. It's, no, it said, uh oh, your Tinder profile is about to be hidden. No shit. Oh, oh no! All of our beautiful ladies are missing out on the awesomeness of you, Mike. Oh no! What do what do I what do I do? <laughs> Don't neglect the world. So I swiped left on that thing, <laughs> deleted that fucking notification. Yeah. So uh, with Lego Movie Two, um, I'd probably give like a fuck, dude, three. Yeah, three out of ten, baby. Yeah, and I'm right there with you. You know, I'm not surprised. I just just disappointed <laughs> yes I'm, I'm not angry just disappointed that's right so uh the inevitable happened uh of course is that uh i called it yeah i think everybody called it but no but i called it for this month oh did you yeah as soon as as soon as they met i um 
I think I had texted you about it too. I know I texted it. About Punisher? Yeah. Yes. Y- yeah. Um, I mean. Yes. I thought they were going to at least wait until like right after Jessica Jones uh, season three came out and then they would just do it. But now nah, they, they, they haven't even announced when season three is coming out and they already filmed it. So it's going to come out. But um, yeah, they, they canceled them both. And um, I'm of course, I'm not surprised by it. Uh, I like season two of Punisher. I thought the only weak point of that entire season was the the Jigsaw character. They didn't do right by him. You know, the way that he was shown and, and all the, 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 the whole fucking love relationship thing he had with a psychiatrist. It would just, it stretched for way too long. Punisher season what? Season two. Um, you haven't watched it yet, have you? No. Other than that, though, I really like Punisher season two. So, um, and I, I, you know, heard rumors there's a chance that Hulu might pick up some of this shit. But I, I'm not holding my breath, and for the most part, I, I don't really care. I think the only shows that that I I want to see them keep doing is Daredevil and Punisher, because Jessica Jones season one was really good, but after that season two sucked, you know. And I don't I don't have high hopes for season three, and we already talked about Defenders, you know, Luke Cage and Iron Fist. How about how those were always mediocre? So, yeah, I I don't know. You know, I'm not the one. I don't think I get to pick and choose, right? It's whatever Hulu and Disney and and Marvel and all them fuckers want to do. So, you know, I think the Netflix gets a piece of that too. They still have rights to it, I think, or some shit. So, then are they going to want to do it and have to keep paying Netflix for a while or whatever? I don't know. I don't know how that works. So, um, but anyway, I mean, shit. We already. I'm still interested in watching all those other uh, those animated shows that they're going to be doing, like with uh, Howard the Duck and what's the other one? It's like Tigra and. uh, and bunny, <laughs> and we've got. Did you the just bunny. say Tigra and bunny? Yeah, you remember that song? We love the cars, the cars that go boom. We're Tigra and bunny, and we no. like the boom. Because I don't listen to that shit. You're not missing out. I know. <laughs> oh my god, that fucking! I can't believe I liked that for a little while back in what was it '88? <laughs> what a turd. Um. But yeah, no, it's uh, and the Modoc. I I I think out of all of them, the one I'm most interested in is the Modoc because it's being written by Patton Oswalt. Oh, great! Which is fucking hilarious because I could totally see Modoc having the voice of Patton Oswalt, you know, while he's talking. So uh, anyway, uh, there's still plenty of other shit there they can do, you know. But John Bernthal is fucking great, man. You know. I've been rewatching The Walking Dead with my son Kendrick, and and you know now he notices John Bernthal and everything because we just watched like Wolf of Wall Street. He's like, "There's Shane." <laughs> he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Okay, I gotta see John Bernthal and everything he's in now." So, um, all right, in uh, Netflix here, they uh, you know speaking of them, they got uh, they announced that they're coming out with a uh, an origins uh, story for Transformers uh, animated series, uh, which they're gonna be using uh, a new kind of animation. What's different. a new kind of animation? They haven't said what it's going to be, but it's going to be different. Really? It's different and new. It's going to be new. Yeah. Different. Yeah. <laughs> Differently new. So in 2020, they're coming out with uh, Transformers War for Cybertron. <laughs> and uh, yeah. It's, it's going to be different and new. Yes. Differently it, new. And amazing. Now, do you see a Bay on there at all? Do you see a Michael Bay? Well, we're not that fucking far into it yet. Okay. Good. Rooster Teeth uh, raises the stakes of the Autobot and Decepticon War. The series, which is slated to be released in 2020, which Joe mentioned, will have a new animation look and style that presents the Transformers like you've never seen them before. Ooh, it's more than meets the eye. More than meets your eye. 
Uh, let's see. We're going to have uh, the team includes uh, F.J. DeSanto um, as showrunner with the writing team of George Christick, who does Megas XLR, Gavin Highnight, who does Transformers Cyberverse, and Brandon Easton, Agent Carter, Transformers Rescue Bots, director for of anime for Netflix, John Durdurian said. Durdurian. Durdur. <laughs> Dar-dar. <laughs> um, do they do that when they call him out in the fucking halls there? Is this the one that I wanted to show you? Yes. Have you seen Transformers Titans or whatever it is? No, I don't think so, no. Uh, Titans Return? I okay. don't listen to hip-hop. <laughs> okay. There's a, uh, there's a website called Go90. Okay. And Transformer. Now, here, watch the animation before I talk. Do 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 perceptor. Do 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 do. Hey, yeah. Looks like it's done in a stop motion style. It's not. Do 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 do. Evil returns. Okay, there's Prime. Okay, so what you're not seeing is. Um, Shut ruined, up, Starscream. Ruined forever. Were you trying to do Megatron? <laughs> no, just making fun. Judd Nelson. Will Wheaton. (laughs) Will Wheaton. Judd Nelson, he did uh, Hot Rod, right? Did the voice for Hot Rod in uh, the Transformers film from 86. Uh, Is it this one? I need to find the trans... I think it's uh, this one. Transformers Generation. But it's... So... Oh, it is... It is... uh, uh, Let's see. No, 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 no. Uh, Transformers Go 90. So you have Transformers uh, Titans Return, and you have Transformers uh, Prime Wars. I'm trying to find the Prime Wars one, but maybe that's it. God, did, I, did, you, did you ever watch Beast Wars? Nope. God, the animation on that was horrible. It was way too early CG for them to try to do cartoon shows out of, and it, it looked horrible. Okay, so that's cool. Way to go, Verizon. Hmm. I believe Beast Wars came out in the late 90s. So, is it? Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. All right. So there was this called uh, Combiner's Wars. And um, I want a trailer, please, so I could show Joe. I was dicking around. I found this Go90 thing, which is a Verizon-based app. And and they have streaming content on there and everything else. And uh, I started watching it. I had the sound off on purpose because I don't want to deal with that really loud, annoying, squeaky sound. So, the Combiner's Wars basically is, there's Starscream right there, in fact, there's Rodimus, or there's Hot Rod, that's not Rodimus, I think. He has to become a Prime to become Rodimus. So, <clears throat> well, no, he gave up his... Yeah, yeah, he's the Matrix of Leadership, yeah. And, but, I mean, Optimus Prime is still a Prime. Once a Prime, always a Prime. So then it would still be Rodimus Prime. I don't know. But they call him, he's still Hot Rod. Anyways, um, the Combiner Wars is... Basically, uh, this huge war that happened with these combiners, you know, the, like Devastator or uh, 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 any of the other ones that have existed that you just combine, like Voltron, you know. Do you remember the name of the one that ha- had uh, Tantrum? It was the Big Bull? No. I, they were I, like black and orange. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, but no, I, I can't remember I had that. Tantrum. My uncle bought it for me because I kept using that word one, one time. And so he bought me tantrum as a fucking Christmas present. So 
in this one, we are reintroduced to Optimus Prime, who doesn't want anything to do with what's going on with Cybertron. He just wants to be left alone. And Megatron, who has basically been re- is, is resigned to the gladiatorial arena of the devastated part of the planet of, of um, Cybertron. And we find out that uh, Starscream is basically just being Starscream. He's, he's, he, plays, he's, he plays nice. You know, he's a diplomat and everything else. Yeah, and then he uh, he turns bad, and it. But the way that is that is done is fucking phenomenal. Okay. So the Combiner Wars is actually really, really, really good. So uh, Prime and and Megatron team up and just fucking raise hell, you know, near the end of the series, and it's 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 really really fucking good. I I'm I'm gonna recommend that one, but anyways, the combiner or Transformers War for Cybertron. If it's basically the same cats that are doing uh, uh, the Combiner Wars, which it is, it looks like, uh, then we're gonna be in for a real treat. Oh yeah, and you know anything other than what fucking Bay did is always also a plus. <laughs> All right, so you uh you oh, told me that you read. Uh, the Alita manga from uh, when, yeah. it, when it was uh, newer. <laughs> okay. And? So I, I just, uh, do you recall anything about... Dude, that was 20 years ago. Oh, you've got a fucking hell of a memory with certain things, so... Yeah, it was 20 years ago. I can't... I... Like you've read anything since then. I haven't, yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> um, hey, we finally get to see the opening scene we missed. <laughs> <laughs> with... With, uh, I can remember certain specific scenes from the manga, or manga. Oh, they did have an all spark in there. God damn it! They had to find a way. Really? We called it all spark. Let's, let's focus on the conversation. <laughs> um, a, a lot of it has to do with uh, you know, the, the the covers and whatnot from from the comic. I'm uh, I refuse to call it a manga, mm-hmm. and I refuse I refuse to fall in line with you know, those cunts that that that. Absolutely refuse to believe. Oh, there's Wiljack. Oh, that's uh, oh, that was what's his name? Braun. Prime. Hey, there's Thundercracker. B one twenty seven. That looked like Starscream, and that's a purple dude. I can't. There's Bumbly B. Soundwave. Starscream. Shockwave. <laughs> Run. They didn't show Megatron at all in this, did they? Nope, they did not. See, they got that little, that little triangular looking look. Hey, it's the uh, the the Cobra Command Center. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Perceptor in the back? Oh no, that's a uh, fucking Ironhide. That's the one that yeah. That's awesome. Okay, I didn't see Ironhide. Let's go, Prime Earth. Go here. I don't know where that is, dude. It's over there. <laughs> beyond the beyond. Run, run like the wind. Run, forest. See, that's cool. They're using their fucking arm. There it is. Go, Ironhide. Bye. Escape pods. Okay, I can see that. We missed we missed this entire opening sequence. Fuck yeah, we did. We came in like right here, like right at the end. Uh, you can see them all escape in space. And then he lands in Kansas. And credits. <laughs> Sorry, we were opening we were we were opening. We were opening the watching scene. <laughs> we were watching the opening scene. With with Alita, I haven't read the the, the comic in fucking twenty years. Mm-hmm. Uh I was kind of hoping that the end credits would show the uh, the the side by side comparison. Do you notice the chick the, from uh, 
from Dust Till Dawn series? Michelle Rodriguez? No, 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 no. Um, okay, you remember Salma Hayek's character from the original movie, right? Yeah. Pandemonium. Um, the the chick who plays her on the TV show. Okay. On El Rey, she was the one that was um, disguised, like she was the one walking through the alleyways with the hoodie on. Right, right. Yeah, that was that was that actress that played her. That's cool. And I saw. I just because you know, I'm bringing up Robert Rodriguez, you know how he you know tries to use some of the actors that he's he's used in other things. Well, yeah, he's he's going to do that because he and, and Jeff Fahey. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Fahey was in the movie. That was pretty cool. Yeah, with the dog. So I was like, yeah, wants to kill a fucking dog, dude. He's, dude's gonna be fucking yeah, pissed. See, they obviously not gonna show fucking. Okay. So we're watching kind of a side by side comparison of the manga versus the movie now. If you yeah see that's not bad. I've never seen the anime. I gotta. I want to check that one out. Yeah, it's um, <coughs> they 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 did right by all by all intents and purposes. Oh, you mean they didn't do a Ghost in the Shell? <laughs> well, no. I mean, even like if you see your eyes and stuff like that. Yeah. Like people are gonna get pissed off because her eyes are way too big, but it's done that way on purpose. That's the purple point, isn't it? I mean, no, it's not the point, but it's done that way on purpose because yeah. she's not human. Yeah, that, I mean that fucking works for me. That it adds to the whole yeah. style of it. I, I mean, even down to the way that they have the hands set up, and you know, the 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 way that the fingers are are uh, are designed. Yeah. And let's see. That was Jackie Earl Haley doing the voice for that guy. Even even the slow motion stuff wasn't stupid, and I hate when they do that slow motion uh, rotoscoping bullshit. Uh. But it's done that way on purpose because if you look at as you're watching the the cartoon, yeah, and then you're watching the uh, the uh, well, they were, like I said, the side by side comparison, yeah, <clears throat> you can see how closely. And, and we had talked about this briefly. It was too fucking cold to talk <laughs> that day. But oh my god, dude. we uh, we 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 talked about it briefly with you know right after we saw the movie, which is. If he did it the way that he did Sin City, uh-huh. then he did a good job. Yeah, I and I have to watch, you know, Alita, man, you know, Alita the uh, the anime. anime. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> Dark Angel, which is Cameron, that w- that was Cameron doing. Uh, that was his version of Alita, or what? Well, no, that was he was. Yes and no, yes and no. It's it's the same exact thing where. Uh, he was he was going to transition from Dark Angel to Alita because he had optioned this fucking he had optioned this cartoon twenty years ago uh-huh. or the manga or whatever you want to call it and then uh, Avatar happened and all that other shit happened so he's been trying to make this movie for tw- he's been trying to make this movie for twenty years and it just wasn't time to I guess and so now was the time he got Robert Rodriguez involved Robert Rodriguez did a great fucking job yeah you know um. He he. The characters are all believable. You know, it's a used world, but it doesn't feel fake used. No. You know, uh, the, you got the upper and lower. This is basically Astro Boy on crack. Okay. This is you know Astro Boy meets Frankenstein or whatever you want to call it. If you've ever seen Astro Boy, um, I saw the the animated one that they did um, about what was it about eight years ago or so. Yeah. Saw that at the drive-in. Did you know that if you put Nicolas Cage's head on Ross's body in Friends, you still get Ross? Okay. It's pretty crazy, huh? Yeah. You want to see it? Yeah, fuck it. Might as well. Would you, would you like Would you like to know more? <laughs> so what is Ross's last name? 
Um, oh my god, uh, I know. Is I just fucking finished watching Friends a couple. Ross ago. Geller. Yes. Why do I know that? Why the fuck do I know that? Ross and Monica Geller. <laughs> Looks like Nicolas Cage from uh, uh, Raising Arizona. Ross from Friends with Nicolas Cage's face on him just makes him look more like Ross. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. David Schwimmer and fucking Nicolas Cage are almost twins. Yeah, I mean, they got the same style of eyebrows. The, the eyes are almost fucking alike. Damn, that's creepy. That's like Troy Aikman and fucking Jay Z. <laughs> yeah, but not it's not as creepy. Oh, yeah, see right there. They could definitely play brothers in a movie. I'll tell you that. Anyways, <laughs> all right. So let's see how how was Alita for me? First off, of course, I didn't hate the movie. Did not. I uh, the movie was good, and I'm glad that it didn't. I'm glad it didn't go into a shitty direction. Um. But I had problems in the regards of I didn't feel like I was watching anything that was too new. Like I, I, I for most of the movie, it felt like I've already seen all this before. See, I, you're going with this. This is going to be your fucking mantra for the year, and yeah, I'm going to get annoyed with it. Um, I, and I don't want it to be. It's just I, I I've already seen this with uh, movies like uh, AI from Spielberg, um, or um, yeah. God, even kind of close to the shell, you know, um, and then just a handful of other things. It, it it felt like a collection of all those other things thrown into this one, even though this is its own thing, and it, you know the the anime is from way longer ago. It just still it. Yeah, they they made some changes, obviously. Yeah, you know, um, like with the nurse and whatnot. And then also the other thing that bugged me was the uh, the love interest character. I'm glad that spoiler alert. I'm glad that he dies at the end, but um, and he wasn't as bad as he could have been. But he still just to me, he felt like one of those those annoying have to have things in the film. You know, oh, gotta have a boyfriend. You know, you still haven't seen the manga. I, I the whole and, point of the you know. I know. I look, and I I know I'm basing all this off of not having read the manga, but it's still I I just oh look at you, Mister Fancy Manga. My daughter's in, does fucking anime shit all the time. I'm gonna call it manga. Oh. Okay, I know it upsets you, but oh. we'll just have to move on with our lives, won't we? Okay. <laughs> so her, her waifu. <laughs> so she's better than everyone else you, because she's a fucking a weeaboo, a fucking anim animatarian. Um, I'm just used to them being called mangas. That's all. Um. So yeah, I don't. Uh, there, there's a little bit of ignorance coming from you know my view on it, but also what, at the same time, it's what do the first three letters spell? A L I, Ali. What do the first three letters spell of manga? Okay, man. You don't call it human kind. Okay. You don't say mon. Hey mon, unless you're Jamaican. There are plenty of fucking things that are not pronounced the way they're spelled. I've heard both. I, 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 it, I I'm giving you shit, I Joe. Know. Get over. I it. don't know. Look, fucking Alita, man. It's an entertaining movie. I like the characters. The visual effects were really fucking good. They were better than the trailers because in the trailers, I was like, this looks a little too animated. But when you watch the movie itself, we're watching it right now. It gets the detail, the level of detail on the faces, like the the actress who plays Alita. Um, in the trailers, she looked way too cartoony to me. But in when you're watching the film, I it got to a point where I didn't even think of her as a CG character anymore. You know, where it's an actual actress was a little bit of CG added on. But 
I didn't even notice it anymore. Right. The, the detail was fucking gray. It was crisp. Uh, you know, I. But having said all that, I still feel like I've already seen all this before. Yeah. That's my problem with Alita. That the, other than that, I like the movie. I do, and I hope. And the movie's already made a lot of money. It made it made a decent amount here so far. It's made a bunch overseas. So and they plan on doing more because the film sets up, you know, the sequel, right? I think so. With Ed Ed Norton being the, uh, you know, Nova. Yeah, yeah. The um, see, it, it, we're watching the uh, the original right now as we talk, and it doesn't establish a lot of the backstory, which is how Alita met um, the the kid. Yeah, he's just he he's just working on uh, a solar fan or you know energy fan, whatever you want to call it, mm. and. And her body's already been built and everything else, so they've already jumped forward. Whereas we had some backstory about when he found Alita, yeah, you know, the, the the head of Alita and put her together, and and then you know, the learning phase and whatever else, and then it just kind of moved forward from there. But um, as far as like I said, it's been a while since I mean this came out in 1993, yeah. So we're talking 26 years since I've watched this film and read the book and. And then the movie comes out. I mean, I would have to go back and re rewatch yeah. everything. Else. It looks like Egon, yeah, <laughs> from the cartoon. <laughs> well, he looks like um, he looks like uh, oh, who's the bounty hunter? That stupid Trigon. He looks like Trigon. Mm-hmm. So he looks like Egon as well. But yeah, I mean, that's that was just kind of the way that they happened to do things back then. You know, another thing that didn't work for me uh, was. Trying to believe that, um, oh my God, what's his fucking name? Holy shit. Fucking Dr. Tooth, you know, from Django. Christoph Waltz. Yeah, Christoph. God damn it. <laughs> and Chudnovsky. So Chudnovsky, I couldn't believe him as a, as a hunter killer or whatever they called him. Because every time he tried to wield his fucking weapon, he looked like he, it was the first time he had ever done it. It just, I, I, I didn't buy it at all. Like, how did he survive this long doing bounties? When he barely looks like he can handle his fucking weapon, it just because that wasn't the only thing he was doing. He was retrofitting people. He was just doing bounties as I, I know. I know that open. that wasn't his main thing, but and, he still and he's a doctor, and the weapon that he was using was powered. So if it was awkward to wield the the weapon, it was it was because it was first and foremost was fucking heavy, and he needed and he needed the uh, the uh, the power to be started so that he could actually lift the thing. Yeah. That's why when you see him holding it with two hands, he's struggling. Yeah. And then she holds it and she's just holding it with one hand. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the whole thing. It just felt like he couldn't like there's no way he could take down any fucking any cyborg or robot because he just didn't know how to handle the shit anyway. He's he got injured in in the in the two fights that she was with him. Yeah, he did. So that's that shows that he's not he's not a proficient hunter killer. Felt like she came around at the right time because I think if he got into one more battle, he would have got fucking killed. That, and that's 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 how he felt. Yeah, because it's just it doesn't that it just wasn't working for him. So, you know. But I'm I'm glad also the film didn't push too hard on the fact that he was looking at her as a replacement for his daughter. It was obvious the whole time, so they didn't have to like him. They didn't have to go into a bunch of him bantering about his daughter or anything like that. They just said a few things here and there, and, right. and otherwise everything was in the subtext. You didn't, you know what I mean? I like that. Yep. You know, um, Jennifer Connelly's character. Uh, it wasn't a waste, but yeah. it was kind of a waste. In fact, here's the here's the scene right here where she's trying to convince him to come back to work for her. Yeah. Um, 
but they didn't overplay the bad guys. Like you, they didn't fucking monologue and yeah. go crazy and like I'm the bad guy. <laughs> if you don't listen to me, I'm gonna kill you. I'm holding this gun and talking for five minutes. <laughs> Just pull the trigger. Yeah. Why? Why would I do that? Just pull the trigger. <laughs> Just shoot me. Let me talk, boy. <laughs> pull the fucking trigger. <laughs> I'm not done talking. Let me get through my dialogue. Yeah. So like, so when you had uh, Mahershala Ali's character, um, they didn't show smoking though. Wouldn't want to show smoking. Don't want to show smoking and don't want to show any uh, too much blood. Right. Well, PG thirteen. Yeah. But she did get she, to say fuck. She got the one fuck in there, which was good. What was it? It was right when she jabbed him in the eye, right? Yeah. Basically, she just said fuck you. <laughs> so yeah, it, uh, lead is a it's a recommendation. It is. Uh, what would I give it? I I think I give it a. I'm I'm around a six and a half seven. Okay. Wow, that's right where I am. Yeah. Um, they've they pretty much nailed going from the manga, the manga manga manga, <laughs> <laughs> to you know the and the animated uh, movie to live action. Mm-hmm. Like literally, you couldn't have done a better job. They had everything done properly. The costumes are so well done. The uh, the robot dudes are so fucking great. Yeah. Uh, the 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 what the battle ball or whatever you want to call it. Oh yeah. Uh, that that whole entire. I mean, there was only two sequences of them playing that game, you know. But the the first sequence where they were showing it and you know as, as kind of an intro to you know where this is going to lead type of thing. Yeah. And then the second sequence where she's actually doing the rollerball or whatever it's called, mad ball, right? Motorball. Motorball. Or- Thank you, and let's see here. Here it is in the, that one point where he's following the prostitute, and and you're talking. This is the scene that we were literally talking about, except yeah. in in this one, see, she's she's barely wearing wearing anything, and she's running away, right? So she's got like this this little fucking nightgown thing going on, and, yeah, and and a dress, and oh look, there's a bad guy there. See. And they even did that guy right, the the dude. Um, yeah, yeah, they did. Except he doesn't; he's not wearing the goggles. See, and then he's supposed to put that whole thing together, right? And it's a lighter weight on this one than it is in the movie. See, if you look at the way it's designed, yeah, the, the hammer that Doc is holding, um, and then of course you have the big fucking mamba jamba right there, Grzynski, <laughs> Grush. Yeah, that was a big motherfucker. And see, it's it's just a bit different, so he can wield it a little bit better. In in the movie, and you're right. In the movie, it just it's just so off. But see how awkward it is yeah. with him holding it because it's just fucking, it's going so fast. And then he gets stabbed, which is the appropriate way, right? And then here comes the Alita, fucking <laughs> See, in this whole fight sequence, see, we just watched this. In fact, with the comparison, uh, where she knocks his fucking head off. God, I wish they would have done an R-rated version of this movie, dude. Would have loved to see them. Do some carnage. And then there's Grishka. Arr, and see, they even got Grishka right, too. Like, well, hold on. You'll see him again. He's like, uh-huh, boop. See? Yeah. At, the, at least size-wise and stuff like that. But see his arms, and and he's a little bit more mechanical, but they got the they got the right style. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, because the robots in the movie were almost like all robot with just a human face. Yeah. So, but in in this, there, see, he's still metal and robot and everything else. Hey, did they ever explain? Uh, do you recall if they ever explained why almost half of every human being in the city was missing some kind of an appendage? Nope. But it's just the way it is. 
And most of it is because they work down in the factory. Okay. So or in the farms, and some some bad accident has happened. So yeah, not a lot of safety regulations apparently. No, <laughs> no, no. Especially you know, it's been three hundred years since the massive war, and she just kicked that dude right over in the fucking side. And now I have peace. Dude, by the end of the film, I really thought that she was going to run up that fucking thing and start fighting up in that city, the floating city. Yeah, that's that's a little bit later on. So, two dead. Now, the one thing that they left out was in, in, the the one thing in this move in in the animation that they didn't put in the um I'm sorry, reverse that. The the person that they put in the animation but uh, I'm sorry, in the movie, but did not put in the animation was the girl with the with the fucking yeah the claws that he was chasing yeah. Even though we just watched that entire sequence, see she's inside she's inside the uh, the hunter killer temple where he told her to wait outside before yeah. But um, yeah, the girl with the blades that was added into that whole entire fight sequence to make it a little bit more uh, deadly yeah. But even so, if you see how how they have it all set up in 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 the animation yeah. where, you know, they're walking down from, uh, from, from the hunter killer place. So, um, yeah, the, uh, the approval rating on this film is at 60%. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, critics, uh, they, they, um, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wanted to pull you in. I think, that. okay. The, I think the only negatives about it were, um, the story was muddled. Yeah, but I mean, it's based off of the anime. If you're gonna fucking watch the anime, you know, you're, it's muddled anyways. Yeah, it's like it just it just fucking cuts to the chase. It's like, oh, look what I found. Oh, she's built. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you could fight. Well, go get your body. You know. Yeah. So I yeah, don't like um, the way you talk to me. So yeah, this is a film that you know when they if if and when they ever do a sequel, I'm, I'm you know I want to see what they're gonna do with it. Yeah. So, but like I said, I mean, if if you're watching the anime versus you're watching the live action, they've li- they've really got the the whole thing down. You know, they're gonna they're they're kind of choppy with some of the scenes and whatnot. But for the most part, you know, they even got you know the glasses and uh, uh, Jennifer Connelly's character who's lying naked in the bed right now, which is uh, uh, I can't remember his name, but Christoph Waltz's character's wife, the doc, yeah, his wife, his ex-wife, you know. And she left him because, you know, their kid died or whatever else. Yeah. So, oh, look, but I'm going to walk. And then when the movie ends, all that's left of her is a fucking brain, eyeballs, a heart. Yeah, nipple. So there's there's Grishka right there. And there he goes, shows up just like in the movie. Yep. You know. Falls into her ho- falls into her room. Damn, they did pay attention with this shit. Yeah. They- so, I mean, it, it, you know, the only thing we didn't get to see was Jennifer Connelly's nipples. <laughs> and which I'm kind of upset about now. Yeah, actually. God damn it. She's still hot, dude. I God damn. Yeah. She's cute. But see, she's it's just Yeah. It's it, this is it's definitely worth watching. It's worth it's both of them. I mean, the live action go see, absolutely. The animation, yes, absolutely. It's called Gunnam, G U N N M Battle Angel Alita OVA 1993. And it's it's highly recommended. Yeah, the whole fucking thing is on uh on YouTube to watch right now. Yeah. <laughs> Until tainted beef gets pulled. Until we fucked it up for everybody. Yeah, it's like you don't talk about it. Yeah. First rule of tainted beef is you don't talk about tainted beef. First rule of tainted beef: you don't eat tainted beef. <laughs> All right. So the sequel that I don't think anybody fucking asked for. <laughs> That's my boy. The sequel to the sequel. That's my boy. <laughs> John Shaft. John Shaft Jr. I like 
the uh, the 2001 John Shaft movie with Samuel L. Jackson. That was a cool fucking movie. It had no sex in it. No John Shafty sexy nothing. But it happened between scenes. It was, yeah. Off and screen. It, they only showed like uh, actual sex-related stuff during the intro credit sequence. Yeah, yeah exactly. During the Isaac Hayes score, right? Um, but I, I liked it. I liked uh, Jeffrey Wright as the villain. He played this Cuban motherfucker who was a badass, you know, fucking scary. Um and uh, even Buster Rhymes, you know, he he wasn't in too much of the film to overwhelm it, but he was just funny in the l- little moments he was in here and there as the driver of his car, uh-huh. you know. And uh, and there were some really good sequences in that movie, man. And of course, it had uh, Daniel Van Bargen played an asshole cop in it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you know, he go, you know, I like you. <laughs> Come on, John, I like you. How is it a pencil pushing dickhead like you gets to live in a house in the hills like that? He goes, well. After all these years working here in the department, I like to say that I live in a segregated community. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I like the, oh yeah, and I forgot Christian Give Bale. Give me two chimichangas and some guacamole on the side. Forgot Christian Bale played the main villain in that film. Yeah. The spoiled rich kid, right? Who killed uh, Mackay Pfeiffer. What a cunt. Yeah. Yeah. Homeboy's got rhythm. <laughs> That's what he fucking sends. And Samuel Jackson just fucking smacks him down to the ground. The dude's twitching to death. Oh, by the way, there's a dog. So all right. So uh, so yeah. Anyway, I, I like the John Shaft. Oh, Tony Collette's in it too. I forgot about that. She's so Palmieri. Move forward. Move. So I saw the trailer for the new Shaft because there's a picture of it and it shows the new the youngest Shaft. Who's some actor? I don't fucking know who he is. And Sam Jackson, and then Richard Roundtree, and they're all wearing the same fucking getup, you know, the trench coat and the, you know, and the sunglasses. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And, and I, I, I watched the trailer, and I'm like, it gets a little goofy, but overall, I'm like, not bad. It looks interesting. It looks like they might actually do have a good time with it, you know, or it could just be a whole mega turd when you know when, when it's finally seen. But I'm hoping it's not a mega turd, but I have a feeling we're not going to see it. So. Yeah, you know, Sam Sam Jackson as Shaft was a was a good idea, and uh, you know, hopefully they don't they don't. This movie to me looks like what they were planning on doing with uh, the Beverly Hills Cop sequel when they were going to do it. You yeah. know, so son of Shaft, <laughs> son of a nephew of a of a Shaft. Oh, looks familiar, huh? Except. God damn! It looks like he's ready to play football. Oh yeah, didn't he? Didn't she put ninety nine on herself? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's the dog. Watch. Here we go. <laughs> this is at the bar. Yeah, that bar sequence was cool. And this is it's and then fu- and he's then fucking the Francis. Ready? Francis is always playing an asshole in every movie he's in. Doink! Kills the dog. Oh damn! See, I told you it was important to the plot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck! Yeah, it's a little bit more violent on this God one. Damn! In the in the live action, they just you just it's just implied that he smashed him. Yeah, you know, not fucking eviscerated. Yeah. God damn! Good bar fight. I appreciate how well you protected your doggy, you fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah, like everybody's like, holy shit, motherfucker! And the one dude just like sitting there, was like, fucking raiding. <laughs> yeah, lightning, thunder, attack. <laughs> See, and then they got that. Boop. Yep, and she fucking yep makes a war paint. Yeah, I'm gonna kick dead your dog ass. war paint. All right, here we go. I'm gonna punch you into oblivion. God, she fucked that guy up like three times in that movie. Yep. Like, are you gonna learn? <laughs> well, she, not the second time. Like, she got fucked up the second time, but the third time, whole different story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Third time. I mean, he got he got fucked up. Don't get me wrong. It's not like he walked away unscathed. 
See, they didn't really. Well, they didn't, here's the fight right here. So instead of having Jennifer Connelly, it, it were, I think it played better in the movie than it does in the in in, in the anime. Yeah. Where they they're going to have like a gladiator duel. Yeah. And she's in the movie. She falls down. We're going back to fucking Alita. They fall down into the pit <laughs> and fight each other. But I, I'm you know, dude, I'm not interested in seeing. Sh- the new Shaft stuff. I didn't care for the new Shaft movie with Samuel L. Jackson in it, only because I think they they were just kind of trying to do the the motherfucker to death, uh-huh. and that's basically all they do is is take advantage of him doing that motherfucker thing. <laughs> and 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 in some cases, it's funny. I know they're they're parodying a lot of it. The problem is, is that too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Yeah. And too much of a bad thing is a bad thing. Tick tock, motherfucker. Yeah. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. <laughs> that was a funny trailer. Yeah. Uh, you just got stuffed. <laughs> Fucking the hand puppet. God damn it. That was. <laughs> I. I uh, there's a story behind that. Maybe we'll get into it later. But uh, here we go. Ready for the next one? Yeah. So. Um, it's been reported, this is a while back, this is probably last year or maybe a little bit before, where uh, Leah Thompson uh, approached Marvel about doing a Howard the Duck, another Howard the Duck movie. <laughs> um, and she was going to help write it, and there was another person that she's working with that was going to write it. And that was the last we kind of heard of it. It just kind of went on the on the down low, the yeah. QT, right? Does that mean she's not working on Caroline in the City anymore? Yeah, you know, that, that TV <laughs> show that ended 20 years ago. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> I'm just trying to bring up the last relevant thing she was in. She was in. There was a couple of movies that she's been. She's been in TV shows and movies for a long time. I'm just being. I'm being. An it, asshole. It, you, I mean, you wouldn't. Let's see. That's where she kills him. Gobble gobble, motherfucker. Blamo. So, um, and and then and, you know it was all quiet on the Howard front, right? Yeah. And 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 we had briefly touched on how you know, they should make a Howard the Duck movie after we saw him in Guardians of the Galaxy and yada yada yada. Yeah. And how cool would it be? And I've got Howard the Duck fucking stuck on my on my DVR because I like watching that stupid movie. There's something about it. I, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, there's some things about it I don't care for, like the musical shit at the end of the movie. But um, yeah, that's that's, that's retarded. But I love the monsters at the end, the fucking aliens you know, coming through the portal, and Jeffrey Jones. The, yeah, the Dead Lords or Dread Lords or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Jeffrey Jones with the Frank the Walker pedophile. voices. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's the Jabba the Hutt voice. I'm talking about the uh, the monsters. That's what I said. It's the job of the hot voice. I, like, I remember them being. Nope, they don't do the fucking stupid Frank Welker voice. <laughs> um, you don't like the devil voice. Yeah, the, the no. stupid voice. <laughs> fucking cheesy eighty. The devil. Bad guy voice. <laughs> it's the same voice that they use for there all. There is no god here. Fucking bad guys. Bring me the Ajanti dagger. Ugh. And kill the child. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How about no? <laughs> Noomsy! Fuck off with your stupid Noomsy voice. Why don't, you, why don't you go call Frank Welker and tell him to stop overdubbing your voice there, Noomsy? Because nobody cares anymore. You sound like the orc from fucking Lord of the Rings who almost got killed. <laughs> so uh, then Kevin Smith said, hey, I'm working with Marvel on a secret project, can't talk about, right? And it's a series. And everybody thought, well, he's working with working with Favreau on The Mandalorian. 
He is. Sharon just sent me a fucking YouTube video of the brat, brat battle face off between Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith. It was pretty funny. And uh, and we find out that Kevin Smith and the guys from Aqua Teen Hunger Force are working on an animated version <laughs> of Howard the Duck. Well, I love Rob. And uh, and Leah Thompson is involved somehow, but she's also going to do a voice, which is fucking exciting because Marvel's really ramping up their streaming services. I am interested in getting this, the Marvel streaming service, uh-huh. um, I'm, but it's getting to the point where they're just nickel and diming. Everybody's going to fucking nickel and dime us. Of course. You know, and so at some point, the cable's got to go away if we're going to go in and watch other things. And why, that's, that's why I haven't watched Star Trek Discovery, because I'm not going to fucking pay for CBS All Access. Yeah, that stuff will actually you know, eventually fold over to Vudu or... Or Hulu, or or not Netflix, but one of those two. Yeah, and then you'll be able to watch them on there, you know. Or th- there'll be another cable channel or a cable TV thing like Directv, mm-hmm. where you'll be able to get these streaming services, and you don't have to pay, you know, fucking five bucks for every one of those twenty fucking different services. I mean, if if it's five bucks a month, those three services are fine. But they're not going to be five bucks a month. They're going to be twenty, twenty five, thirty dollars a month. Yeah, like uh, I, I've been holding back on getting HBO on Hulu until Lord or Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Thrones. <laughs> until yeah, Game of the Rings. Yeah, there we go. And, but when I when it does, what is it like fifteen bucks a month? I think I got to pay for it extra. I don't yeah. know. Which you know what? Fuck it. For, to see the final season of Game of Thrones, I'm down. I, I'll do it. Fuck it. But. Uh, Overall, though, I mean, I'm not going to keep getting it just because I want to catch up on Barry, <laughs> yeah, or something else. I yeah. just don't. I don't want to pay fifteen dollars a month extra for a whole year. I I just don't. I'd rather just binge all that shit in one fell swoop. Uh, I don't have time to look through my fucking texts of when I sent you that message about about Punisher. But as soon as they announce season two, they fucking cancel it. So oh yeah, or right. season three. Oh, right, once they announced they were already canceling everything else, you know, we already, you know, it was pretty much a foregone conclusion, right? Burnthal himself said in an interview, he said he doesn't concern himself with it because he he goes all those decisions are made in a boardroom that I'm not in yep. I'm not invited into. So he goes whatever happens happens. It's kind of like when um, people ask Ice Cube, are you kind of pissed off that uh, you know uh, straight out of Compton didn't get nominated for Best Picture? He goes he goes that's like complaining after your horse has already lost the race. He goes it doesn't matter. He yeah. says there's other things in life to move on the, to. That's like complaining after your horse has won the race. But it didn't get the it 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 didn't win the uh, triple crown, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've won two out of the three races. Yeah, you know we got nominated for Golden Globes, make fucking ton of money on this fucking movie, but we didn't get nominated for a Grammy. Boo hoo me! <laughs> so, what do you know about the Boba Fett movie that was being worked on? Uh, that he was gonna start it off with him climbing out of the Sarlacc pit. No. <laughs> I don't fucking know. What do you know about the Nothing. Boba Fett movie? Not a goddamn thing. Okay. So. I just was hoping they'd do a Bounty Hunter movie. That'd be cool. The Boba Fett movie was supposed to be a spinoff movie, mm-hmm. right? Like a Star Wars story, you know, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So what do you know about the Boba Fett movie? I, not a fucking thing. Okay. Originally, the, the three rumored films were going to be Rogue One. or I'm sorry. It was going to be an X-Wing film. Okay. Hold on. Stop. Okay. What do you know about the rumored Boba Fett movie? Okay. Not, I don't care about Rogue One or X-Wing or any of the other bullshit. For the third time, I don't know a goddamn you thing do. about it. Because I'm going to start talking about it, and you're going to fucking jump right in and start talking about it, too. What do you know about it? Nothing. Who was attached? Fuck. Um, was it Ryan Johnson? No. But good, good guess. 
Uh, it, was, it was some some unknown. I can't remember his name. It was Trank? Were they going to make a movie? Uh, that was. I think they were going to. It was one of the rumors because it was Jesus either Christ, that, Joe. Just it was either that or Obi Wan. I can't stop. Stop with the the waffling. Yes or no? I'm not it's a yes or no. No, I don't remember anything. I just heard rumors. It was all rumors. It's not what I asked you, but that's okay. At some point, Josh Trank was James Mangold. Oh, okay, the director of uh, the last two Wolverine films. So James Mangold was going to make the Boba Fett movie. Blah, blah, blah. Star Wars Kathleen confirms the Boba Fett movie is dead, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the reason why they killed it is because they're oh. working on The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, the TV series. They folded all of that into The Mandalorian. So whatever the Boba Fett movie was is now what John Favreau was working on. So any of the story that was written for the Boba Fett movie is going to be involved with The Mandalorian. So what if they start off with... Boba Fett teaching this kid or teaching somebody how to be a you know a bounty hunter becomes a Mandalorian. Uh-huh. That's what if that is. So, <clears throat> uh, Boba Fett movie Mandalorian. I was just reading this and and just so much easier to do this. Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> Okay, anthology films. So there was supposed to be a Star Wars Underworld that was set between the prequel and original trilogies, which we haven't gotten to yet. So, uh, where is it? Merchandising. May the shorts be with you. Come on, god damn it. This is not that difficult. It was right fucking here in this one. Did you read they just finished uh, filming for uh, episode nine? Yeah. I think the... First teaser, man. It's going to come out with uh, Infinity War. So, uh, yeah, I I mentioned that as well. Uh, Josh Trank was officially announced as the director of an undisclosed spinoff film, but had left the project a year later due to creative differences. It was reported that Mangold had signed on to write and direct a FET film with Kinberg attached as producer and co-writer. However, by October, the FET film was no longer in production with the studio instead focusing on the upcoming Mandalorian series, which utilizes a similar character design. There is rumor that the films focused on Jabba the Hutt, Jedi Masters, Yoda, and Obi-Wan were being considered. Um, there's also, let's see, uh, Solo was intentionally left open for sequels. Aaron Reich and Amelia Clark confirmed that their contracts to play Solo and Kira extend for additional films if required, and Felicity Jones still has that in her contract. Kathleen Kennedy expressed making a young Lando Calrissian, which is the greatest name in the world. I don't care what anybody says. It's a cool name. It's a cool fucking name. Fucking Lando Calrissian. That's a cool fucking name. It's the best name ever. (laughs) What's your kid's name? Lando? No way. Lando Calrissian Sutherland. LC. I swear to God I would do that. I would fucking do that. I would name one kid Lando, the other one Calrissian, just to be a dick. (laughs) Your kid is named Lando. Yeah, it's Lando Griffin. Lando Griffin Sutherland. Lando Griffin. Um, So they're using the same. So (coughs) they took Rotten Tomatoes, gave the Clone Wars an 18%. You've got to be kidding me. (laughs) Oh, that's got to be the movie. Yeah, that's the cartoon movie that introduced the show. But I mean, still, that's that's dumb. That was it was actually pretty good. But whatever. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. That's uh, much better than fucking the Star Wars holiday special, which is du- almost double that. Oh god, that the Ewok adventure, fucking horrible. 
You got to be kidding me that Rotten Tomatoes, 33%. But Star Wars, the fucking Clone Wars animated sucks because George Lucas doesn't know what he's doing. Suck my ass. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the whole Boba Fett thing is going to transition into The Mandalorian. That's what I'm saying. So have you watched any of the... Uh, uh, as I go back to this. Have you watched any of the uh, Galaxy of Adventures animated thingies? No. Oh, they're really fucking good. People are bitching about them. Like, this didn't happen this way in the fucking, in the movie. Why are they making it do it this way? Mm-hmm. Well, it's explained. It's literally explained that it's the animation guys that are doing this are doing it to to show a different perspective, right? Yeah. And people are bitching because this is not the way it happens. Social justice warrior, social justice warrior. I'm going to, I'm just... I'm going to puke my social justice warrior nonsense all over you because this isn't the way it happened in the original movies, and I don't like it. Uh-huh. Well, you're a 23-year-old know-nothing who can suck ass. <laughs> they're fucking awesome because they're not they're they're not done in in in, in the same way as as anything else. Uh, Star Wars, uh, adventure, uh, animation thingy. A Galaxy of Adventures is what I was looking for. Here it is. It's actually, it's really fucking good, man. Chills. I got chills. They're multiplying. <laughs> and I'm losing control. Are you sure this thing is safe? Grab your lightsaber. This is the weapon of a Jedi Knight. <laughs> Fix your starship. How's this? What are they complaining about? Because that's not the way it happened in the movie. This is like a Samurai Jack uh, style. I want to know what happened to the plans they sent you. I don't know what you're talking about. It's, it's really fucking good. It fucking looks amazing. Yeah. Would have been better as full-blown anime. See? It's just this shit. I don't like it because I'm annoyed. They just ripped audio from, you know, so what? This is a remake of originals. Pathetic move, desperate. Let the past die, but milk it. <laughs> it's so annoying when companies whose stated purpose is profit make use of intellectual property they own to do so. <laughs> uh, they just ripped audio from the movies for a lazy CGI cartoon series. Really? I mean, it's this shit. It's just, I'm just going to jump on the I hate Star Wars bandwagon. Those people are never going to be happy. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, it absolutely doesn't matter what the fuck you do. They're just going to shit all over uh, Star Wars. There it is. Like, and they're not that fucking long. They're just, like, uh, there's Vader. There's that one. Like, this one's actually pretty fucking cool. What a piece of junk. She'll make point five past light speed. <laughs> really? Never heard of the Millennium Falcon. It's a ship that made the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs. I bought running Curiel starships. Let's just say we'd like to avoid any imperial entanglement. Well, 
That's the real trick, isn't it? Yeah. In the Star Wars galaxy, every day can. But nope. Well, at least, at least we got people that are actually liking it. <laughs> there, I mean, there's some really fucking good ones like uh, the this one, Luke versus Vader, and, and then uh, the Vader one is is just fucking maybe. Yep, just take time. And like they don't fucking hold back. They're showing him fucking cut through people. That's really fucking cool. They did a fucking great job. Yeah. But nope. <clears throat> because Ryan Johnson ruined Star Wars for me forever. <laughs> I'm out. There's a lot of Star Wars stuff still to tell, man. I I, I, I want to see them. I, I want to see a live action version of Cad Bane. See what they do with that. That would be fucking cool to see. Yeah, I want to see. I want to. I would like to see more of, of Cad Bane. I want to see more of a couple of other characters. Um, but it's just... I'd like to see a live-action version of Ventress. Uh, maybe, yeah. That might be good. No. And uh, uh, Darth Maul's brother. Uh, Savage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. You mean the dead one? Yeah. <laughs> Voiced by Clancy Brown. All right. So uh, I think that's it we got for this one, man. Um, next movie that is coming out is going to be the third in the final film in the How to Train Your Dragon trilogy. Oh, we're actually going to go say that? Well, that's the only thing coming out, dude. There's nothing else coming out. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Might as well see Toothless in his fucking mating ritual dance. <laughs> <sighs> Every time I see it, it makes me laugh. It's so. funny. It is definitely fucking funny, man. I, you know, I'm always reluctant to see the dragon movies because I always think that ah, it's not going to be really anything that special. But then every time we see them, it's like, yeah, it's pretty fucking good. So yeah, not bad. I think the third one will probably be you know better than I'm expecting. But, you know, hopefully. So. Yeah. All right. So. Hopefully. 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 All right. So. Goodbye. Okay. Peace out. Peace. Go out. Go away. Mm -hmm. Fuck off. Mm -hmm.